Welcome to Ono, oh Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. We are inside. Indeed. I haven't seen you for a while. How are you doing? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> you know what? Actually, I, I can't complain too much. Yeah. Um, I'm hold up at home. We are staying home from work. So right now, in case you're listening to this in the future, this is a time of pandemic. Yeah, the COVID-19 outbreak. So we're taking a little break from our Conscious Life Expo coverage to share some things relevant to our show and the kind of news that we cover related to coronavirus. Yeah. And uh, this one is a long one. This might be our longest episode ever. Yeah, nothing's wrong with your phone. (laughs) that it says this is whatever three hours or we just gathered a lot of material and we thought hey let's do the joe rogan experience version (laughs) version of oh no ross and carrie we are here with you in your ears as you're holed up in your home so neither of us is sick Knock on wood. Yeah, I had been sick. (laughs) Yeah. At the end of February, around the 22nd, because I remember as I was starting to work in the polls, I was feeling under the weather. Yeah, scaring the fear of God into all of us. And I did end up going to the doctor. There's still no test kits at this point. Man. Uh, And I went to the doctor on the 9th of March. She wanted to see if I had had fever. I hadn't. Mm -hmm. That's one of the most common Mm -hmm. signs in like 88% of cases normal, healthy temperature, uh, but I had had a cough. Mm. Any, anyways, there was enough where I thought, well, what if I'm one of those people who don't have strong symptoms, mm-hmm. but I'm a you know typhoid Mary, right? Mm-hmm. So she assured me, but again, there was no test. Uh, I've been nervous about that. I'd taken a couple of days off of work as a result, and now I'm a-okay, and I'm well past the infectious period anyway, even if I was. So yeah, we're, we're not sick. I mean, obviously, I'm worried for everybody who's immunocompromised and everyone who's older. and yeah. But I also am kind of worried for everybody's mental health. Oh, yeah. It's just such such a dour time. This is a, a huge change for society. I was just thinking about kids growing up in this. This is mm-hmm. going to be something they always remember. Oh, man, remember that time we stayed home from school for weeks, mm-hmm. maybe months? I don't, I don't know how this is going to shake out. Uh, and people are going to say hindsight is twenty twenty so much. That's the real problem. They already say <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's going to wear on your mental, <laughs> your mental stability. Oh man, I'm going to be reminded of that the way I <laughs> said Trump 2016. Oh, in 2016. Right. People listening to back episodes are like, oh, Carrie. It's okay. They always forgive me. They always write in and say, it's okay, Carrie. It's okay. Because <laughs> they knew I would feel bad. And I do. So uh, uh, we've also delayed Maximum Fun Drive. Yes. Max Fun decided to waylay that for a little bit. And we thought, well, let's still give them something special. So that means there will be no ads today because yeah. they've already been cleared aside. Normally, we'd be reminding you about why we're so special and important in your life and you should support <laughs> us. And by all means, you still can. Yes. At MaximumFun.org slash join. We're going to be talking about this. Maybe you're trying to avoid coronavirus news in your life. But hopefully we can give you some kind of fun uh, alternate viewpoints. There are a lot of people who listen to us who already have um, mobility challenges and reasons that they don't get to be out of the house a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like this is kind of a moment when we get to reflect on those listeners as well and how vital they are to our listening community. This is such a such a personal 
platform, such a personal way to relate to people through their ears. And um, we we did have one conference that we were going to go to this mm-hmm. weekend. And yeah. It, it got canceled. As it should be. Yes, that is a wise thing to do. And the social distancing it has now entered the lexicon. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're all kind of aware of that. Uh, I feel like it's, it's giving a whole new meaning to the uh, the idea of cancel culture. Because we're canceling the Events. virus. Uh, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> that is a much better version of cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. So what is coronavirus, Ross? Okay. So uh, Ross is not a scientist. Neither am I. I'm not, but I've been reading lots of articles like everybody has. And we, we try to model curious ignorance well. So uh, take us for what we are mm-hmm. in terms of our experience levels. Take me for what I am. Uh, but yeah, I, I say coronavirus just because it's, um, I don't know, it flows off the tongue better. But the technical name is COVID-19, short for Coronavirus Disease 2019. It's caused by SARS-CoV-2, which is a novel strain of coronavirus. Initial reporting was saying that it came initially from a bat in the Wuhan district of China, though I've recently read that it may have come from a pangolin. What's a pangolin? It's, um, oh, this really interesting creature, one that kind of looks to me like an armadillo. I don't know if it's related at all, but... Pangolin. Yeah. I oh, little buddy. Yeah, really cute. There's a really sad practice of eating rare animals. Oh, right. And it would be interesting if some poor little pangolin who was eaten by someone who shouldn't have been eating them mm-hmm. has brought down our whole economy. Oh, man. So coronaviruses in general, they're called that because they have all these little protein projections sticking out of them that look like the corona of, uh, well, of a crown. That's what the name means, or the corona of the sun. So you're saying coronaviruses in general because there's like the flu, there's the concept of the flu, but there are actually many flu viruses that have their own special names. It's a family of viruses, and so there are other coronaviruses that we've heard of before. They cause upper respiratory tract illness. And uh, I've been following daily the uh, Worldometer website. They've got a running statistic we're looking at almost 200,000 cases of coronavirus and almost 8,000 deaths how many survivors do we have there those who have recovered Mm -hmm. uh, 82,000 okay so there's many cases that are currently being treated exactly last time I checked we were at 109 deaths in the U.S. so growing and compared to previous pandemics right now it's pretty small but Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, a measure called the R-naught. Infe- How many people you'll infect if you have it. Right, exactly, on average. So that infectiousness rate is 2.5 for coronavirus as compared to the 1.5 of regular influenza, 2.0 of Ebola, SARS is 3.5. Measles, to give a really high example, is 16 Oh, geez, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. And it also survives on surfaces a long time. Right. Like three hours? Especially metal, I believe. Mm. Yeah, so it's good to wipe down surfaces with alcohol, frequent hand washing. The CDC recommends if you do use hand sanitizer, make sure it has at least 65% alcohol content. Yeah, it's important to know about the surface thing because I've heard a few people say, well... As long as I'm not touching other people, if I go to the movies or whatever, what's the harm? I'm not touching anybody. It's so empty there. But (laughs) if this thing stays on a surface for three hours, then you touch one ticket stub, one... And then um, touch your face. One doorknob. Yeah, now cheers, you're a vector. So you don't want that. And uh, probably the most dangerous thing about this is just that it takes five to six days usually to show symptoms. Mm -hmm. And also dogs can't get it. Thank goodness. 
thank dog. Yeah, because Ella was just not feeling well like to, oh, a week ago. And I was so grateful that the WHO that, said, we're okay. The doggies are okay. My friend Chris Kelly made the wonderful joke that the... Who let the dogs out? Yeah. Did is you every, see that? Is everyone doing that? Yeah. Okay. The <laughs> there was WH- a whole fight over Twitter about who came up with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> the WHO let the dogs out. Okay. All right. Well, it probably wasn't my friend Chris. Then. And another thing that's entered the lexicon is flattening the curve. Mm -hmm. The idea is that by social distancing, by just not giving this virus a chance to transmit by staying home and staying away from people, you're slowing down that eventual and inevitable overloading of the medical healthcare system. This is why you make an appointment at the DMV. More lives get saved. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's the perfect example. Mm -hmm. And that's why you don't buy all the TP. Mm -hmm. True. Mean toilet paper. Have you gone to the grocery store? Ever? (laughs) <laughs> since this started <laughs> um i don't think so like you can't Drew did you can't find bread right now yeah that's nuts certain aisles are uh nuts I, what about nuts? what about nuts <laughs> there might be are nuts. those okay <laughs> i didn't check we did stock up on soy milk oh okay Drew hey. and i not you and i yeah right okay <laughs> <laughs> that, that so you know. might be <laughs> We, I sent you a Venmo for we, a bunch of stuff. We did? Yeah, I guess for our audience, that might be helpful contextual information. Can I say one hopeful thing, just in case everyone's listening and they're like, fudge, I'm looking at how much longer of this podcast it is. And yeah, yeah. So far, it's so sad. We're, we're going right, we're to <laughs> stop talking about this factual it, info. True. But also, this is this is how I keep my spirits a little bit up. I think about how there's this temptation to think, well, I shouldn't let myself be happy because other people aren't happy. I think that's a really tempting fallacy. And in fact, the fact that I am able to get my work done, I am not sick, I get to just walk around my apartment and be slightly closed in, allowing myself to be happy is actually better for the world because it gives me a larger emotional reserve from which to draw from to continue to support those people to make money and donate it to not just drop out of society or be a cynic all the time. Yeah. Like those people actually need me to allow myself to be happy. And that, that can feel like kind of mm-hmm. grody, mm-hmm. but it is the reality. Like the more we all just fall into like cynicism and sadness, the less we can help. That's a great point. And kind of what that overused metaphor of uh, the oxygen mask that you put yeah. on yourself mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, uh, <laughs> at least in the rest of this episode, we can bring a little bit of cheer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I feel very fortunate right now. I realize I'm I'm in a pretty good spot where I get to hang out with my family. We're healthy. I, I still have a job to do and everything. So I'm, I'm pretty lucky in all this. Yeah, me too. And you're going to watch Toys. Yeah, that's right. It's streaming on Amazon. That's great. It's so good. You're going to love it. We're looking forward to it. All right. So you got to sh- watch Safe and Breaking Bad. Why don't you want to watch Breaking Th- Bad? It's so funny. I was talking with Kara about that earlier. That <laughs> like, oh, this is finally the closest I've had to uh, me getting deathly ill and getting to watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> My schedule has not at all let up. I'm just running around my house trying to keep up with stuff. So hopefully, hopefully things will ease up. We'll see how this goes. We have an ongoing joke that Ross doesn't want to watch Breaking Bad when in fact he does want to watch I really Breaking want to Bad. Watch it. But we keep treating him like he's refusing to. But it's I very have... fun. And by we, I mean me. But no, I have to listen to ridiculous YouTube videos that I'm going to tell you about. <laughs> That's what I get to watch. Fair enough. So, Ross, there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) Why don't you tell me about some predictions? Did anyone out there in far history ever say 
Carrie, in 2020, COVID-19 is going to make your life not as good. <laughs> okay, well, distant history. Uh, of course, something like this happens and, and everybody wants to point out like, oh, who, who got this right? Who mm-hmm. knew it was coming? Of course, we have to start with Nostradamus. Oh, my fave. My favey baby. So, no Sitosi. He was a French prognosticator famous for writing these quatrains. He would write these just four-line little poems. The most boring-ass shit. Though... I have to say, I don't know how intentional this was, but it's it's a smart tactic. I feel that that's been mm-hmm. part of the appeal of Jesus over the years is just mm-hmm. speaking vaguely enough such a way that your words can be taken to mean almost anything. Mm-hmm. Then if you do that well enough, you can become this perpetual source of new information as people reinterpret your works and totally. create the hippie Jesus or the right wing capitalist Jesus or you know mm-hmm. what, whatever Jesus you got. Uh, that made me think of what's the cheerleading cheer that goes... B, B, oh, it's B, B, aggressive. We should make one that's B, B, specific. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I didn't know the cheerleading champ, but I like Uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a classic, like, specific. Yeah, (laughs) your predictions. That is totally our cheer. (laughs) Yes, well, keep that cheer in mind. Picture Carrie with pom poms as, (laughs) as we read these. So back in 1555, he wrote a book called Les Prophéties. I'm, I'm no good with French. Uh, oh, I speak it fluently, so that's no problem. Um, let's see. That's how you say that. To I'm someone sorry. just reading a anglicized transliteration would be less, obviously, Les, like Les Miserables. Prophéties. It's actually... No, now we're going to get messages from offended French people. We're sorry. We love your language. So uh, in century five, this is how they arrange these quatrains. Uh, Quatrain 63, he wrote, From the vain enterprise, honor and undue complaint, boats tossed about among the Latins, cold, hunger, waves. Not far from the Tiber, the land stained with blood, and diverse plagues will be upon mankind. Oh, okay. Wait, among the Latins? Yeah, so Sorry, the Romans. So, so look, Italy's had such uh, a, a bad okay. deal. With, see see okay. where that was going? I believe it now. He said at some unspecified time in the future, Italy would get hit with mm-hmm. diverse plagues. This, this isn't diverse, it's just one. <laughs> All right, we'll give we'll give him one more. I think they get weaker as we go on. This is Century 2, Quatrain 6. Near the gates and within two cities, there will be two scourges, the like of which was never seen, famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal God for relief. What was the thing about steel? They would be put out by steel. I'm guessing either they'd get stabbed by swords or something oh, like that. Oh, I see. But it's Nostradamus, so you can make it whatever you want. Yeah, maybe, sure. Maybe steel is helicopters. And <laughs> the last one isn't even worth mentioning. So, yeah, I would say incredibly vague. And, and are people saying, look at this? Right. Wow. Hey, he predicted this. That's so not impressive to me. They did that with 9-11. I remember at the time being like, okay, wait a minute. Even as a sort of new agey person, I was like, I'm looking at this quote. And mm-hmm. it was like two birds fly into a tree or something. Okay. <laughs> That's not anything. <laughs> right. This is useless. It's so funny. Like Nostradamus has become one of those household words where he represents the concept of prediction. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people will say, I'm no Nostradamus, but. Oh, right, and I'll yeah. think, well, yes, you are. 
<laughs> you could be. We all are. All you need is some unfounded confidence. Stop giving him the imprimatur of being some gifted prognosticator mm-hmm. because he's, he's not. He's just some Nostradamus. Okay, let's look at some other predictions. Uh, Dean Koontz. Yeah, okay. The author. You he, mentioned this. What? Yeah, what he say? Okay, so he wrote a 1981 book called The Eyes of Darkness. Okay. And it was a it was a fictional story. He writes mm-hmm. these, you know, thrillers, pot boilers. There was a, a disease called Wuhan 400. Okay. And coronavirus does come from the Wuhan region of China. Or at least that's where we first saw it. But there's some uh, important differences. So he mentioned that it was a human-made weapon. Oh. This is not human-made, though. Well, <laughs> right. we'll De- get into that. Depending on who you talk to. but. It's not- it's also supposed to have a 100% fatality rate. Oh, wow. Okay. Which the current coronavirus averages out to about like, 2% yeah. uh, fatality. And it had an incubation of four hours compared to two to 14 days. Oh, very different. For COVID-19. So, sorry, Dean Koontz, though you weren't trying to predict the future. Now, has he replied to this at all? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, I'm looking at his image on the Wikipedia page and just... To enjoy a little levity, this man has a terrible toupee. Oh, yes, that's true. I I looked up a picture (laughs) of him, and I think I saw the one you're looking at. Yep, yep. Anyway, I'm sure he's lovely. The most impressive predictor on this list is The Simpsons. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, this one is fake. People have been posting an image, and I've even seen this like on, you know, you get little debates online with people who are claiming that all of this is a hoax. And uh, Mm. I I saw one woman share this and say, look, The Simpsons was already talking about coronavirus before. This is just a common thing. And she posted this screen grab of Kent Brockman, the news reporter from The Simpsons, with a graphic behind him that said coronavirus. It turns out that the original episode, which was from season 22, the image on the screen actually read apocalypse meow and had (laughs) like a picture of a kitty. And so, so some, it's very different. Someone just went in and they wrote coronavirus on top of it and then shared it and said that the Simpsons predicted this. Uh-huh. And then they've also included. Or maybe they shared it and just said, you know, they thought they were making a joke. Someone else interpreted it as serious. Right. Didn't chat. Yeah. Of course. The internet's yeah. the wild west. Good point. That's how that happens. Uh, but then they'll also include little clips from a much earlier episode from 1993 in the fourth season in which there was a pandemic called Osaka flu. Mm. You know, it showed people getting a box from Japan and little disease pieces jumping out of it, little red mites, you know, Mm. infecting everyone right away. But we've had other infectious diseases. So that's in no way a prediction. I know. I was just thinking that, like, how lucky are we that vaccines have been so successful that our touch points are things like it's like that episode of The Simpsons <laughs> and right. not, you know, it's the flu of 18, what was it, 1816, that really terrible flu? Oh, the 1918 one? Oh, that's it. The it. Spanish flu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or smallpox or the these things. The bubonic plague. Yeah. that killed we've... like maybe 200 million estimated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and so much of that is just due to modern hygiene and us mm-hmm. knowing what microbes are mm-hmm. and viruses. Uh, Germs bad. Right, yeah, we have- well, complicated but <laughs> germs exist yes yeah, true that's true i'm reading a book right now about bacteria and how important and essential they are but yes uh, there are bad ones out there but the most important predictor that we need to talk about that's been passed around a lot and shared by luminaries no less than kim kardashian mm. is the prediction by mm-hmm. sylvia brown oh 
Now, I actually haven't heard about this. Okay. So Sylvia Brown. <laughs> size light up. Of course, Carrie knows who Sylvia Brown is. She was a psychic. She appeared regularly on the Montel Williams show. Mm-hmm. She was. She talked like this and she had long fingernails. <laughs> Oh, what a terrible person. Yeah, she was famous for predicting things like, oh, sorry, your kid's dead. When but, he wasn't. Yeah, turn like Sean Hornbeck, you know, turn out, oh, they're actually still alive. Or she would say, oh, they're in sexual slavery. In We're living. talking about missing kids here. Right, yeah. right. And she would tell grieving parents that, oh, yeah, your child is off in some other country sold into sexual slavery. And then the, the body of their daughter would be found and nearby. And would be sold. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that tells you a little bit about Sylvia Brown. She passed away in 2013, Mm -hmm. but she... I disagree. I think she was sold into sexual slavery and is living in the sea. You know what? Then her predictions would be a little more correct because she claimed in 2003, 10 Mm -hmm. years before her death, that she would die at the age of 88. Oh, and did she? She died at the age of 77. Oh. (laughs) So we've already already told you how good her predictions were. But in a book called End of Days, Predictions and Prophecies about the End of the World, which she wrote in 2008, Mm -hmm. so 12 years ago, she said, here's the quote, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived. Oh. Attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. Oh. I would say, you know, not bad as far as predictions Mm go. Yeah. She said in around 2020, which is a weird way to say it, but that gives her quite a bit of leeway, mentioned that it would resist all known treatments. I don't know if that's quite the proper way to categorize this. Yeah, I was trying to think about that too. We even know what a treatment would look like, and we have yet to find out whether it vanishes as quickly as it arrived, but... Unlikely. I went through the rest of the book and looked for some other... Oh, good. Yeah. Predictions, because, you know, that's important. What's the hit rate? Right. If you're saying something like that. Because a stopped clock and all that. Exactly. First of all, that was a bullet point right before that. The previous bullet point read A bacterial infection resembling the flesh eating disease of several years ago will arrive in 2010, transmitted to humans by almost microscopic mites, undetectably imported on exotic birds. <laughs> Known medications and antibiotics will be completely ineffective against this fungus-like, extremely contagious disease, and its victims will be quarantined until it's discovered that the bacteria can be destroyed through some combination of electrical currents and extreme heat. Ah. That didn't happen. No. She also said, I want to offer a word of caution to our present and future presidential candidates. Sometime between 2008 and 2020, I see a sitting president dying in office of a heart attack. The the vice president who assumes the presidency will stun the world by announcing his intention to declare war on North Korea in light of his accurate belief that they actually are in possession of weapons of mass destruction. Whoa. Okay. That's a lot to happen in the next nine months. Yeah. Because it hasn't happened yet. For a second, I was like, silver lining. And then it deteriorated (laughs) from there. Uh, blindness will become a thing of the past by 2020. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. There's going to be a tiny digital device that when implanted in the frontal lobes of the brain will create or reactivate normal healthy communication between the brain and the eyes. Did oh my gosh, I had no idea that happened. Did anyone tell her the occipital lobe is in the back of the brain? <laughs> Not not important. Uh, I, I had no idea blindness was cured. Also, no later than 2020, virtual end to deafness. This one may prove to be fruitful. We'll see. The year 2020 will mark the end of the U.S. presidency and the executive branch of the government. That feels uncomfortable for me. <laughs> so I don't I don't think our current president is going to create a monarchy also but she, if someone were gonna try this is the guy uh she also thought that the educational system would undergo massive structural changes uh higher salaries for teachers will attract more teachers and in 2020 there will never be more than 15 grade school students per teacher in any classroom what oh my sister girl. would really appreciate that girl <laughs> That didn't happen. Nope. Why did you even think that would happen? And and here you could kind of argue words like a lawyer. For example, she says by 2020. Does Mm -hmm. that mean, does that include Mm -hmm. 2020? Okay. So by 2020, we'll see the end of IRAs, mutual funds, pension and retirement plans. And yes, it's true. The stock market. Oh, wow. You know, we should add currently in free fall. Right. We should add uh, some of those to our 2020 predictions document that we made at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So we can see how they panned out. Yeah, there you go. So so she's picturing a world in which we've got, okay, no blindness or deafness. Mm -hmm. Teachers get paid more and class sizes are smaller, but also there's no president or stock market. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, all these great changes and uh, these major parts of our uh, society and government are just going away and financial system. Interesting. This one's pretty fun. In about 2018, extraterrestrials will be making our search for them much easier. Hey! They'll begin outing themselves safely and sanely and very much in public to such organizations as the United Nations, Scotland Yard, NASA, and even a Camp David Summit. They'll step forward by the thousands and willingly subject themselves to a whole battery of psychological and biological tests, confirming that the origins of their various species are not earthly. Okay. Well, uh, if that happened, we didn't hear about it. So there's a whole lot more there, but it's all pretty much wrong. The best thing she got was something pretty close to a prediction of Alexa. <laughs> What was that? Okay, she said, Another common fixture in most upscale homes by 2015 will be highly functional and incredibly convenient robots and will respond to more than 500 complicated voice commands, from cooking to cleaning to pet Mm. care to reading bedtime stories to helping children with their homework to teach computer skills. And Alexa came out in November 2014, so... Okay. And can she turn on your oven and stuff? No. Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not mine, but... Yeah. So, yeah. That, okay. I would say that was the strongest one I saw. Yeah, but bunch. that could also just be like, you're paying attention. Uh, right, exactly. That's really not that mind-blowing. So uh, there we go. In a book full of predictions, those were some specific dated ones that I thought were pretty good. Well, I have one prediction for you. Yeah? I would say this is even more impressive than all of those. Oh, okay. Yes, pretty on the nose. Just after midnight on December 30th, Um, Someone predicted a cluster of unusual pneumonia cases in Wuhan, China. Who do you think that someone was? Oh, my goodness. Maybe the CDC? Nope. It was an artificial intelligence called Blue Dot. What? Made by an immunologist uh, in... Where is he? I think he's in Canada. 
where is he and how do I serve him? <laughs> wow, that happened so fast for you. Um, okay. Uh, is it a pale blue dot? <laughs> yes, it was the Earth itself. Uh, blue Dot is uh, an artificial intelligence made by a professor of medicine and public health at the University of Toronto. And yeah, it just picks up all this data from all these different what? source pools and says, wait, hang, there's a there's a cluster here. And sometimes clusters mean nothing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they mean something. So it did flag it. And that was, I think it was nine days before the CDC Oh, nine days before the WHO. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You know what's better than Sylvia Brown? A robot. Hey, hey. I, maybe she predicted it, though. Oh, true. Maybe it was Alexa. Okay, well, Ross. Hey. So we know who predicted it. We know who didn't predict it. Yes. But what is it? You know, people are saying it's a germ, that it's a virus, that it's going to infect me, that it's very bad for me. Are there any alternatives? of explanations for what this is oh goodness of course in our podcast we deal with the kinds of groups and theories and people and ideas that come up with these alternate explanations of what this could be so for example you may remember bob larson ah bobo our bobo the beaver neck our protestant exorcist mm -hmm. the most prolific exorcist i would assume moment thing i don't think anyone could uh, except maybe jesus Fair enough. Still, maybe not. Do what Jesus did. No, I think Bob yeah. really wow. has done more exorcisms than Jesus could have. He could teach Jesus to do them at this point. Okay, so uh, we both get his newsletter, mm -hmm. uh, and he sends out regular, oh, man. fascinating reflections on situations. They're and so poorly formatted, you guys. The formatting makes no sense, and he doesn't know what a blog is. He tries to blog in the newsletter, and then the blog's broken up. It's very weird. I know that's not the weirdest thing about Bob Larson, but it drives me nuts. <laughs> You'll read the first section. It'll be like a newspaper, essentially. Like, go to section A19. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're like, got, okay, scrolling I'll scroll down, down and, oh, read the exact same paragraph I just read. Okay, yeah, now I can yeah. keep going. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it works. You know, you got to get their attention. Uh, so here we go. Here He sent many emails recently that were about uh, coronavirus. Uh, here goes. The coronavirus epidemic, known by its abbreviated designation COVID-19, is demonic, but perhaps not in the way you think. Uh-oh. This virus, which is causing panic in every sector of society, certainly could be a demon functioning as a disease. From my experiences, demons can operate three different ways. They can, one, cause a disease, two, take advantage to exacerbate a pre-existing disease condition, or three, be the actual disease itself. For example, what? using the disease of cancer as an illustration, some people have cancer due to genetic or environmental conditions. End of sentence, end of thought. Very good. <laughs> I'm not done yet, Carrie. <laughs> some have their malignancy exploited by spirits of infirmity. Oh, what? Others have cancer because they have a cancer demon. I have seen instances oh. of all three factors of infirmity with many different diseases. Only to him are number two and number three any different, but okay. Often, only an exorcism or attempted deliverance will find the root cause of an illness. No! What? No! I say that COVID-19 is demonic, not because I have empirical evidence. <laughs> no! End of sentence. <laughs> End of End thought. End of <laughs> As of yet, I haven't ministered to anyone who has the virus. 
if they were diagnosed. Maybe you have, dummy. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't call him dummy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> if they were diagnosed, they'd be in quarantine, not scheduling an encounter with me. Unless, of course, they weren't showing symptoms yet. However, here's what's really demonic. Not the disease itself, which in a nation of more than 330 million people has so far affected just over a thousand people. Mm -hmm. Thanks to people not behaving the way you're behaving. Our Bob-like statistics, which is about 0.000003% of the population. That's about three out of a thousand percent of the population. Thanks, Bob. (laughs) What's demonic is the fear factor. In Luke 21, Christ spoke of the end times and declared that during the final hours of humanity, these things would be present. One, nations will be in anguish and perplexity. Two, men will faint from terror. Can you find a better depiction for what's happening with Mm COVID-19? Yeah, totally. No. Uh Oh. The end isn't yet. What we're witnessing is a trial run for the apocalypse. And demons of fear are milking this for every ounce of terror they can foment. Even one death of COVID-19 is one too many. Uh, Also good. Let's isolate that sentence and quarantine it. Um, (laughs) As a country, we must do all we can to fight back against this killer. But this disease by itself shows no signs of destroying us as a nation. The fear of this disease could transform our lives, our freedoms, and how we worship. And that is demonic. Mm, Nothing to fear but fear itself. Fear is the antithesis of faith. Instead of wringing our hands and pointing political fingers, he's uh, very Mm pro-Trump. Why not declare a national day of prayer to combat COVID-19? That'll do it. (laughs) Better yet, a national day of exorcism to confront every spirit of fear in our land. Oh, I know just the guy to head that up. That and seeking a medical cure would be the best way to fight back against the demons of fear which are exploiting COVID-19. Yeah, I like how that medical part is just a footnote. So there, there you go, Carrie. We've huh. we've solved it. We figured out what, what it actually is. Demons. And uh, I guess that's it for our show. <laughs> and we know what the cure is. More Bob Larson. Indeed. That's right. Put him in charge of stuff. When you have a hammer, everything looks like a demon. So he is not saying people with COVID-19 come and gather at my conferences, but one could rationally read that and say, I should go to his conference. I have COVID-19. Well, (laughs) right, because I could be healed. Yeah, that's not good. For Bob's sake, he's getting up there in age. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, From more recent email, he said, you and I know this is a spiritual attack. Churches are closed. Martial law is being considered. We're fighting more than a virus. We're fighting demons that have completely altered the way we live and worship. The Lord has shown me very specific information about what's really happening. He's got insights. Oh. And there, there's more coming from Bob Larson. Goodness. So we, we will stay tuned to this. Well, great. Well, I have another not so good explanation of what COVID-19 is for you. Cool, cool. What you got? So when I think of infectious diseases Mm -hmm. and how to not handle them, I think of Christian science. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yeah, right? Mary Baker Eddy was, I'm sorry, Mary Baker Eddy is the founder and discoverer of Christian science. Wow. Yeah. Not just the founder? No, no. She discovered it as well. She basically said germs aren't a real thing. Mm -hmm. Illness is all in your head. That's something she said. 
everything is an illusion. Mm-hmm. And um including that statement. <laughs> right? What? And even <sighs> even death is like a what did she like a delusion or something? Mm-hmm. You go through the impression of death. Oh goodness. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, what's their website going to look like right now? Are they holding services? What's what's yeah. happening? Oh, good point. Right? Okay, so if you go to christianscience.com, <gasps> there is an article up praying in response to the coronavirus. Okay. Here's what we got. The global coronavirus pandemic is fear-inducing and disruptive on a wide scale. Accurate facts are essential. So is being able to deal with the situation successfully. Please read on for news and practical healing ideas. All right, I'm listening. Ooh, yes, practical, yes. Yeah. We like practical. Mm-hmm. There's nothing quite so contagious as news of contagion. Okay, all right. All I right. disagree. I think the virus is, oh, I see what you're saying. Because more people find out about it than get it. She's talking about memetics. Sure, that's oh, I know. spread faster than the disease. And but not as, yeah, I guess it depends on what you mean by I'm saying she contagious. is. Is there, a, is there a female author to this article? Help me out. <laughs> is this just oh, an official? Oh, you just assume it's a woman because it's a pastor. Well, I, is, <laughs> I, I assume uh, it's Mary Baker Eddy just it speaking is. because her death was only an illusion. Right. Well, also, the Christian scientists basically just read you Mary Baker Eddy's writings over and over until they die or look like they die. Um, Yeah. So if you want to deal with your coronavirus, you listen to this four minute clip from Mary Baker Eddy. You ready? Let's do it. And we're editing this down just for brevity and to spare you. (laughs) Whatever man sees, feels, or in any way takes cognizance of, must be caught through mind. We do what others do, believe what others believe, and say what others say. Common consent is contagious, and it makes disease catching. People believe in infectious and contagious diseases, and that anyone is liable to have them under certain predisposing or exciting causes. This mental state prepares one to have any disease whenever there appear the circumstances which he believes produce it. If he believed as sincerely that health is catching when exposed to contact with healthy people, he would catch their state of feeling quite as surely and with better effect than he does the sick man's. The confidence of mankind in contagious disease would thus become beautifully less. And in the same proportion would faith in the power of God to heal and to save mankind increase until the whole human race would become healthier, holier, happier, and longer lived. This podcast is produced by the First Church of Christ Scientist in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Copyright 2020. Yeah, so that's that's how you tackle that. Don't believe in it. All of which makes me think that a Church of Jesus Christ Scientist is yes. the least safe place to be anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, goodness. That whole idea of health catching. Well, then why not just introduce that of people being assured that they will be catching health from other healthy people? Maybe because it doesn't work. 
doesn't right. realities over here. Yeah. And Mary Baker Eddy is over here. And, oh, just... and uh, uh, what, what, what about babies who get sick? Did someone tell them about viruses? Right. How does that work? Yeah, or, yeah, or your pet who doesn't yeah. speak English. Yeah. How, well, how do they Ellen get sick? knows several words. <laughs> okay. I need to like teach her virus. Her yeah, she knows Ella. She's right over there. Ella. There she is. She yeah. looked up everybody. Yeah, she's over. yeah, she's perfect. Okay, now loudly say licorice. 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 She's curious, but not to the okay. same degree. Okay, all right, just checking that she's not just yeah. looking. She does respond to the tone for sure. She's cleverer than clever Hans. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so here's another set of bad explanations. Mm-hmm. So after you met Dylan Lewis Monroe. Ugh. My very best friend. I signed up for his new Templar YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. and I get notifications. And so I saw one come up that said, coronavirus, in all caps, exclamation mark, 5G, exclamation mark, and Templar remedies, exclamation mark. That's not good. So uh, this was a little over an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was Dylan who has uh, long brown hair that Mm -hmm. was hanging down. He's usually wearing a cap. He had kind of a maroon colored cap. Mm. I I think my thought is he's maybe balding on top because I've Mm. seen many photos of him with a double top knot Mm. where he brings his hair up and ties it uh, above his head. Right. He's wearing white rimmed sunglasses through most of the conversation. Okay. And uh, he has a very long face, kind of sharp features, Mm -hmm. big nose. Uh, Then you had Deep Time. That was the name of his other interlocutor. I wonder if that's the guy I met at the conference because he was there with a friend. Maybe. Did he have kind of like a long gray goatee? Maybe. He was also wearing like a a black leather jacket and he was- Older than Dylan? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Maybe I've met Deep Time, but I think he calls himself like Rob. And they were in different locations, so you could see them kind of in uh, split screen. Oh, yep. I think, yep, I met that guy. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he seems to be the other half of this deep state mapping project. Uh, But they were also joined by another guy who would come in every now and then who went by Veil Removed. But whenever he... (laughs) Deep time, Veil Removed, and Dylan... Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's right. The th- wow, you really wouldn't think that the one who's like the prophet in the group would be Dylan. <laughs> so every time Vale Removed would be speaking, they wouldn't show him. I don't know if he's trying to be reclusive or mm. not show his image. Not remove his veil. Well, good point. Yeah, for a veil removed. Yeah. Hmm. He has a very interesting Instagram, lots of little infographics and a lot of pro-Trump stuff <sighs> that he's posting okay. and of course conspiratorial things but every time he spoke you would just see the still graphic that would talk about his instagram channel but we never actually saw him we just heard his voice so they wanted to get together just to talk about some of the theories what's going on with coronavirus what is this actually mm-hmm. and for those of you who didn't hear this episode of the conscious life expo the second one where we talked about dylan and the deep state mapping project he draws and creates these intricate diagrams of of the Illuminati and the New World Order and the Bilderbergs and UFOs and power pe- structures as he sees them. Pizza Gate. Right. How everything is connected and fueled and which groups influence the others. And it creates just these massive infographics that are fascinating to look at and very well designed. Yeah. I have to say. Talented designer. Um, but he also communicates with aliens 
and the great masters who give him messages. And yeah. I hope that plays into this. Yes. And uh, it ties in his yes. his beliefs tie into a lot of different things that we've talked about. And it just endlessly fascinates me. Like, how does all this play together in mm-hmm. the same field? Mm-hmm. He's so, got an infographic for that. He started this by saying that this could just be multiple Mandela effects. And we run into mm-hmm. this with our Flat Earth series where Sydney was believing that the Mandela effect wasn't just remembering something that didn't happen and having kind of like a collective memory of mm-hmm. a, a false uh, occurrence, of the, the first or at least notable one uh, after which the effect is named, as many people thought that Nelson Mandela had already died. Mm-hmm. And so when In he the died, 90s. they're like, I remembered him dying. What? Mm-hmm. There was a funeral on TV. What happened? So uh, Sydney from the Flat Earth Group, she had said that the world actually changes and your memories are the one thing that's real. So you have this memory and now you've been orphaned by reality that's been changed. It's been retconned to Mm. change the reality and now you're just left sounding like a crazy person because you're insisting that you used to know something that was true but now is not true. Wow. So he said maybe it's something like that. He also said that there's been wormholes opened up recently. So there you go. Maybe coronavirus is explained by these things. Okay. Both he and Deep Time were saying, you know, we don't know how real this epidemic is. Maybe there was a bioweapon release in Wuhan. Okay, that would be a very serious thing. That would make sense because now it's infecting Italy. This could be maybe an attack by the Illuminati because they've always been interested in Milan and other cities in Italy. Okay. Yeah, this goes back. But these things don't don't make sense together. Correct. Because <laughs> the first thing you said was was uh, a bioweapon. Well, no, the about the oh the Mon- Mandela, Mandela effect, effect would suggest that Th- that's the last time they referred to that. Okay, so that's okay. just th- so maybe it's an illusion. Maybe it's something created to kill all of us. Who knows? They're they're spitballing here. Okay, uh, all we know for sure is it's not the official story, right? Because Dylan, yeah, does think that the the chance that it's an actual virus, maybe, but not very likely. <laughs> Deep time for whatever reason had an active chorus of crickets going on the entire hour. Oh, weird. Yeah, I don't know, like, if he feeds snakes or something. <laughs> oh, you think they really were crickets? Oh, it was the sound of crickets okay. constantly. Huh. I have no idea. It was his conscience. They were talking about a biolab that has been in Wuhan for years. Somehow this all had to be kind of planned, and maybe this was a, a leak of something that wasn't supposed to get out, but now uh, they're right. just calling it a virus. A 28 days later situation. Maybe. Actually, they both admitted that they were surprised that it got outside of China. That wasn't kind of within their model. Mm. So now they're sort of sent reeling almost like, how do we deal with this? Uh, when you say they, you mean the people who created it or Dylan the, and Deep Time? Right, the people on this channel who okay, were talking Dylan about Dylan and Deep Time. Okay. Yeah, they did not expect that uh, places outside of China would be affected. So oh, oh, okay. now we need to make more theories. They talked about the disparity of panic around, say, the usual influenza flu and mm-hmm. how many people it infects and kills versus like, oh, not many people have been affected with coronavirus, which is, I think, a talking point of people who just don't see the big scale of this. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that it is more communicable, that it has a higher mortality rate, especially for older people, that its potential to kill is much higher than the, right. well, the well-known uh, flu that already has at least a, a decent vaccine mm-hmm. and uh, more awareness around it. So they talked about those numbers and just said, I just don't understand why is everybody so infected by this fear? 
they were kind of mm-hmm. in the same lockstep with Mary Baker Eddy in that respect. Fear is the real problem. So they were really blaming the media. The media is using this as a way just to drive people into uh, fear. I mean, car accidents are more deadly. Why are people so worried about this coronavirus thing? It's always really fun when you see someone blaming the media on the media. <laughs> you're right, exactly. Uh, Deep Time was saying that uh, you're more likely to win the lotto. And even Dylan was like, really, are you? And he said, <laughs> more well, likely to win the lotto than what? Get the coronavirus. Oh. And he said, well, I bet if you did the numbers, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> they have. Maybe, yeah, maybe I exaggerated. And yeah, he's okay. wrong. He yep. did. Mm-hmm. They talked about false flags or maybe the actions of a white hat or a black hat, I assume, hacker or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. or a programmer. Then they introduced 5G. They're thinking maybe it's kind of a dual agent. So coronavirus maybe is a real virus or maybe it's like a programmed one that has like a special protein shell capsid that is activated by 5g signals ah so this is how they're yeah putting out some way to maybe control the public or you create more mass panic and so this is their way of spreading that and then they're going to activate it later with 5g and why are they doing this oh because they're evil okay all right so we have two forces here that we talk about regularly one is the cabal which mm-hmm. which we've heard of from David Wilcock and others. Uh, but also then there's the Alliance. And this was okay. new to me. So I guess there's like kind of a good side, the Alliance. As, oh. Yeah, opposed to the Cabal. Oh, it's like chaos and control and get smart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best way to explain it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you have this kind of hidden agency for good and this hidden agency for bad. And, oh, this is great news. Oh, yeah, and they'll they'll keep coming up. You know, whenever they need an explanation, like, well, that's strange. This happens to be positive. Oh, that means it's being done by ah, this shadow that's group. control. The Alliance. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then they started reviewing, this was kind of helpful, they sort of did our work for us, where they reviewed theories about coronavirus from mm. various other YouTubers. Okay. And so the first one that they mentioned was Casey Jones, not the train driver and not the character from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, rather, it's a young lady who has a YouTube channel of her own. I guess Dylan met her at the Conscious Life Expo. Ah. And so what she does is she analyzes posts from uh, Q, you know, the source behind QAnon. Yeah, just quickly, Q is this alleged whistleblower who has all this inside knowledge of things going on in the government and anonymously releases them onto the internet and has an unfortunately big following. So you ready for this? Yeah. In 2017, there Mm -hmm. was a post, and I guess it was Q's first post, saying that Hillary Clinton would be arrested 10-30-2017. Okay. I know what you're thinking. That didn't happen. But Casey Jones was able to reorganize that 1030. And if you flip it around, you get 310. (laughs) That's true. Like March 10th. Okay. And that was... When she was also not arrested? And I guess that was the day that the National Guard was instead dispatched to deal with the coronavirus outbreak in one community in New York. What? Yeah. What has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton? (laughs) Exactly. What are we even doing? What? <laughs> so, so we take the ten thirty and we swap it, and we just decide to turn the thirty into a three. This what? is this is the logic of this kind this of. This is like Bible code shit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. This weird kind of numerology stuff. So, uh, yeah. Let's just forget that it was twenty seventeen. Let's change around the numbers and make it March tenth. Okay. Really impressive. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not sure where this particular post came from, but they shared another insight that said, the virus is a smoke screen, 
a massive military operation is underway to invade the Vatican and remove the network of pedophiles from power uh, once yes. and for all. Yes, so I've that, heard course, about this. That's yeah. the alliance, of course. They do the good stuff. Right. And so here we go. This is their chance. They're weakening Italy so they can go in and remove all the pedophiles from the Vatican. Okay. All right, good luck. This is... <laughs> good job, guys. I don't know why you had to kill all these other people. Yeah, this is so complicated because we're clearly dealing with both a completely unfounded conspiracy theory and an actual problem in the Vatican. <laughs> there is obviously a, a big child abuse problem in the Catholic Church. There is also this theory that Q followers have promoted that there are these underground rings of pedophiles sort of running society hmm. and they've named particular individuals who we have no evidence of them having this issue and the phenomenon of Pizzagate. Yes. So it feels like those have both been wrapped into one sandwich here. And you can incite people's disgust reaction, very very strong reaction over something that is disgusting, you know, Mm -hmm. and yet there's nothing that actually exists to correlate with this disgust that they've generated. Right. As far as anyone can tell. At least with the Pizzagate part of it. Yeah. Right, right, yes. There, There is a problem in various organizations, including the Catholic Church yeah. uh, with pedophilia. Oh, hot tip. Really good podcast called This Is Really Happening. Hmm. I just really got into and there was one uh, interview episode with a priest who admits that he abused a child and just how he has dealt with that realization and trying to come to terms with like i did a bad thing i have no excuse for it and it's a really compelling interesting interview wow okay if you're ready for that which i understand not everybody's going to be yeah check it out it's real good fascinating so then they were talking about the stock market and how it's been just oh, like going down and up in units of thousands. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So they were just kind of wildly speculating about why the cabal would want this volatility. and Yeah, why would they want that? <laughs> what? How are they using this to their advantage? So uh-huh. of, of course, we start with a foregone conclusion. They wanted this to happen. Uh-huh, right. And then we ask, you know, like, oh, are they doing massive sell-offs and then rebuys or something like that? Uh-huh. Um, so, yep, we didn't get any answers there. But just so you uh-huh. know, they're... They they know that the cabal's behind this. Okay. So uh, they know there should be a motive, but that's where the analysis has stopped. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So now they go back into reviewing other YouTubers. So this is where they talk for a bit about this woman who goes by Salini Terry Apodaca. Okay. And they said, oh, you know, she's only got 1.7 thousand followers. But Dylan says, sometimes the YouTube channels with fewer subscribers are more reliable. Oh, okay. Because... I find, me being Dylan, that the more subscribers a channel gets, the more like it starts to, I don't know, sell out, you know, like their message gets compromised. Hmm. So really, us paying attention to these smaller players, you know, we're going to get the unadulterated truth. So, Salini Terry Apodaca, she says that coronavirus is not an actual virus, but microwave radiation sickness. And that's the whole 5G connection. Because uh, microwave radiation can cause a deprivation of oxygen. That's about as close as we got to mapping onto the effects of coronavirus, one of which is shallow breathing. Oh, right. Okay. Bill Gates was invoked quite a bit in this discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's, of course, behind all this. Uh, It's an effort in eugenics, in forced vaccination, in chips that are going to be implanted in people. This is going to lead to FEMA camps and then global depopulation. Okay. So that's that's the master plan. That's how all this is going to play out. Okay. And why do they want there to be fewer people? Do we know? Uh, later on, 
Dylan mentions the uh, Georgia Guidestones. Not familiar. Uh, we heard about this from David Wilcock. Th- there were these stones that were kind of placed out of nowhere, and they listed these aims to change ah, the world. Okay. And so we don't know who put them there. Okay. Let alone whether it was anyone with any authority. Uh, but then all, okay. all of the significance has been read into these proclamations of what they're going to do. Okay. It, and that wasn't mentioned in that particular video that came later, but that might be one of the reasons why they want to destroy the world. Because mm-hmm. they're bad. They're the cabal. They're evil. Sure. They're uh, chaos. Speaking of bad, another YouTuber was Phil Good. He's he's a good guy. He's a star seed. <laughs> so so they're into the whole star seed thing as oh, well. Oh right, yeah. So his message to his listeners was to not focus on fear mongering. And mm-hmm. his guides, you know, ascended masters, his guides, whatever kind of spiritual uh, source he's tapping into, they're telling him that this pandemic, quote unquote, is a spiritual purge. He says it doesn't matter where this came from or who made it. On the five D level, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. So you know you have. Anybody who's just kind of living life, just sort of focused on the material world, Mm -hmm. they're living a 3D existence. Right. What happens in 4D? Okay, so 4D. Okay. I had to look this up on a different source, but 4D is when you're starting to have spiritual connections and revelations. Oh, okay. But you're sort of at this stage where, you know, you're you're starting to see how much bigger the world actually is. Uh, But if you get lazy, you can just sort of lapse back into the 3D. The red pill has been offered to you, but you have not decided to take it. You haven't fully enjoyed ingested it right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then you, you get, had a big lunch it's still metabolizing you, you get to 5d not to be confused with 5g totally different Ugh. you get 5d and now you're just living in the spiritual realm where you are totally open to all of these things you're using all of your senses not just the five i'm i'm now picturing how many people must run into us at these conferences then figure out this show and what we do and say, oh, well, they're in 4G. They're like, you know, they're willing to dance with the concepts, but they haven't. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that would be nice even to give us 4D status. Uh, maybe we're just mm. 3D Oh, I said 4G. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, now, 5G is going to come up a few times for me, too. So <laughs> let's quickly explain what it actually is, and you'll be the better person to do that. What is that? Okay. It, it makes the computer go fast? So the 5D is a camera from Canon. No, nope. 5G. Oh, Oh, fire! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Essentially, it's just a different band of radiation. Sure, but no need to freak out about the term. It's a it's a band of electromagnetic field that we can use to transmit information. So any information that you've ever gotten from a terrestrial TV or radio or wireless router, it's all sent over the air using EMF. And so you have to choose, and by you, I mean like the FCC, you choose which section essentially you say, okay, you are uh, creating this device, it's a wireless router in your home, you can transmit on this particular area of the spectrum Okay. And you won't have to worry about someone's microwave interrupting your internet. Oh, signal. right. Okay. You know, so so all of these bands are very tightly regulated. So every now and then, bandwidth opens up, and so then they say, okay, now we'll no longer use it for this purpose, but ah. you can use it for this five G communication. Ah, so was someone using the five G for something else before? I think so. So it's probably already been out there in society. Probably. Okay. Uh, but there's other properties to it. So, for example, the five G signal can carry uh, a lot more pipe to it. It's it's just going to be a bigger chunk of bandwidth. It'll be way faster. But uh, at that wavelength, it can't travel as far as other.
other wireless technologies that Got we've it. used. So that's why you need to have a bigger infrastructure of more closely placed antennas. Oh, right. It's going to be this building process that has already started uh, throughout the U.S. That is the clearest explanation I've ever gotten. Very good. Oh, good. Excellent. And it's all lower energy than visible light. So... Everyone could just stop freaking out. Yeah, everybody write to Ross and tell him how smart he is. Unless I got that all wrong, in which case, tell me I'm a doofus. Uh, Write it in a Google document. (laughs) Okay, so that's what you think it is, but what it really is is... An excuse for us to build all these towers that are going to control people's minds. Right. And they do talk about this later. Uh, So, yeah, Phil Good, his whole thing was just saying that this is a... Um, Dr. Feelgood? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. I hope he's got a PhD. This man needs a doctorate. He did not look like the kind of guy who would have a doctorate, not to prejudge him. Yeah, this is all, this is a spiritual test, essentially. We're all being purged of our trauma, and we just need to use this as a spiritual teaching moment. Uh, The next YouTuber we learned about was Braca Goldsmith. Okay. She's a starseed. Okay, good and for her. an astrologer. Okay. Uh, she has 256,000 followers on YouTube. They didn't mention that that makes her less reliable. Oh, right. True. I guess they, quote unquote, haven't gotten to her yet. Uh, but she said that this whole pandemic is just a wake-up call to how we deal with fear. What is with this? Why is everybody talking about fear as the main problem. Well, cause, I mean, yeah, why? Well, I would say because they're looking at the result and then working backward. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, everyone's scared right now. Oh, Why right. do they want us scared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I wonder if that's also like a shallow memory problem where if you're not that, you know, if you haven't had the benefit of a great education that mm. taught you about other pandemics that were in generations before you. Right. All you see is what's going on around you and not that greater picture. And you always have to ask, like, you know, history is just so random, you know, like, well, why not do this earlier? Why do this now? Why, when you send the Apollo missions up, why have one fail? You know, why have uh-huh. a why have a shuttle destroyed? You know, like, why release low resolution images of certain mm-hmm. objects in the solar system and high resolution ones? Of, uh, it's like, it's also arbitrary. Mm-hmm. And you you have to work so hard to make a consistent story. Yeah. Why do that? Right, right. When, I, when I, you have a simpler explanation, you know, it's Occam's razor. It's. I'm trying to put myself in that headspace, and I feel like it has something to do with trust, with like, I don't feel safe if I have to trust anybody with any sort of power I don't have. Yeah, I think you're right. And also, I don't like the idea of randomness. I want to know mm-hmm. that someone or something is in control. Oh, maybe that too. It's funny. It's almost like... um. It's this kind of like Manichaean thing they've created where you have like the good God versus the bad God, mm. which in Christianity has just become God versus the devil. Sure. And the devil's just this weird kind of not quite God, but still very powerful. So they have this good force and this bad secret force, but also God somehow involved in all this. How, hmm. how much control does oh, right, God have? Yeah. All of that just fascinates me. And being scared, it's somehow sinful, but the Bible is very inconsistent about whether we should be completely fearful all the time or not scared at all sure there are definite verses that are like fear god you should have fear all the time you should be afraid of me (laughs) right you know the message is always you know we mean a different kind of fear as in just like right respect awesome respect yeah uh so braca's big message here was that they whoever they are they're running a 3d dry run so that like in the physical world they're doing this dry run of this pandemic just to gauge how we react to it because they're going to use that information later for something Mm. bigger Okay. Okay. They're not done yet. There's also Magenta Pixie. Magenta 
Pixie. Oh, that's a person. That's another YouTuber. Okay. And uh, she is a galactic channel. So these are not her mm. opinions. She's just sharing information. <laughs> Good for her, yeah. <laughs> they said that, and I had to stop and think for a second. Wait, they're not her opinions? Oh, that's right. You think she actually got them from... <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I'm skeptical. Maybe she did. Maybe she did. Maybe she did uh, channel them from somewhere in the galaxy. Uh, she had this video that they said was really good called Coronavirus Origins and Antidotes. Mm, okay. So the way she described coronavirus was that it is an evolved mutating construct from an inverted matrix system. Does that help? <laughs> it, okay, okay, hold on. Evolved, true. Mm-hmm. What was the second thing? Mutating construct. Okay, yes, okay. From an inverted matrix system. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, those are just words, aren't they? Yeah, I had a matrix. I sold it last year. <laughs> what is it? What are you saying? What does yeah, that mean? And in what space are we trying to invert them? Was there a top <laughs> or a bottom to begin with? Get this, though. Uh, it has aspects of 3D, 4D, and 5D. Oh, shit. Okay. So, okay, it has aspects of the normal world that you and I occupy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, uh, maybe there's something else world. Correct. And then the, yes, there is, in fact, something else world. You got okay? it. Okay. Yeah. Again, more terminology. This is a spiritual and biological intention from a black box program. And it allows <laughs> like us... Like in a plane? <laughs> That's what I thought. And it allows us to preserve the victim savior templates. Okay, I think I almost understand that part of it. I'm glad you do. So the virus reinforces this idea that we have weaknesses that we need other people to save us from, i.e. medicine. Right, and that we have a bad guy and a good guy, which I think is funny because here you have these commentators insisting on the good guys and the bad guys who are engineering all of this. Mm -hmm. And she's saying how all of this is being done to preserve this. That exact same thought process. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They didn't seem to see any irony there. And, uh, and then also this comes out of this genetic God complex that we have that we can have control over nature. Mm. And so it was scientists going mad and tampering. And that's what created this uh, yes. thing that got out of hand. That God complex is just so bad. Now, let's go ahead and channel some beings from another planet. That only talked to me. So at this point, they kind of go back just to their personal speculations. Uh, And Dylan says that maybe the Cabal started it, but now the Alliance is using it? Or both at the same time? He's not quite sure. Because it seems like there's good things happening, like the ransacking of the Vatican that hasn't happened yet. Right. Uh, And there's bad things. But Will on 301010. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, he wasn't sure. Also, they felt this virus just by virtue of sending people indoors. It ended protests in China. Uh, That's what they're trying to do. Uh, Also, the Epic Times headquarters got burned down. So this was a way to stifle journalism. Is that true? So I had to look this up. It was in November 2019. Okay. And if you haven't heard of the Epic Times, it's this horrible publication that just publishes utter rubbish, kind of right-wing conspiracy stuff. And it's like Epoch spelled. Yes. Oh, right. P-O-C-H. Yeah. And uh, Dylan even sarcastically said, oh, that's too bad. So I guess he's no fan of them either. Hmm. Uh, Then they were debating for a long time, well, why was Tom Hanks... But it did, sorry, but it did burn down? Oh, yes, yes, it did. Oh, wow, okay. So that was true, and it looked like it was arson. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, don't do that. But unconnected to coronavirus because it was November a month before anybody had detected COVID-19. And then they wanted to speculate on why Tom Hanks was the first to be 
targeted. Mm. Of course, that was intentional. And, and not his wife, Rita Wilson. <laughs> right. Apparently, there was some documentary they were talking about that he was the target of. And so maybe this is why focus is being put on him. And Dylan was saying most of these celebrities have royal ties. They didn't just make it on their own oh. to their celebrity status. So maybe that plays a role. Maybe he's got some royalty. In that. Okay. That's why Maybe. I mean, come on. It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> he's so nice. <laughs> That's an excellent counterpoint. <laughs> Rita Wilson, also very nice. If they'd cut to me in the video, I would have been like, come Come on, on. it's Tom Hanks. (laughs) Go after Jack Nicholson or something, not Tom Hanks. Ross, while we all are home, would you please make a two-second video of you going, come on, so people can just edit it into (laughs) videos? (laughs) Come on. Come on. It's Tom Hanks. But do (laughs) This culminated in deep time saying, Tom Hanks is fishy as fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on. I want it's, that on a shirt. It's, it's Tom Hanks. That's true. Come on. Yeah, dude. actually, I, don't, I guess I don't want it on a shirt until he's well. But they just thought it was so convenient. Like, oh, now he can't come back to the country. It's like, wh- why is that convenient? Why, wh- or who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't. We want him back. He's Tom Hanks. Come I, on. He's a national treasure. Come Let him. Come on. Come <laughs> on. I don't understand any of this. Okay, so this was probably the best point because it's where Dylan talks about getting his downloads. Okay. He said, this, Here we go. this morning I received a download and I got to tell you, my downloads have really slowed down. He needs 5G. Okay, so downloads is this concept that those in the great beyond give us information directly And you get it all at once. It's not like you hear it in your head or anything. It's just like, suddenly I have all this information and I need to share it with the world. That was a good download on downloads. Thank you. Uh, So he's been working on this particular piece of information. And and he told you, I think, that all of his diagrams that he's drawn, he really doesn't deserve credit for them because he's received them from Mm -hmm. downloads. So he says that he gets this particular download usually when he wakes up. Just as he's entering back into consciousness, he gets uh, pieces of, he called it, I think, the Codex 5 of the Ort B. (laughs) Okay, that helps me file it. Thank you. And uh, so this morning he got two pages of downloads. And the second one has to do with coronavirus and 5G. And he read them out for us. So this is going to be our and remember text. We'll let him read to you his download about coronavirus and 5G. We'll include the whole thing at the end. Yeah. I'm just going to read this one through. So, oh, or it be, it not sure what number it will be, but from today, March 11th, 2020, why build a 5G network? They are building a regulated version of that which already exists, a second Aether that might be monetized. If 4G made manifest an Uber, if 4G can stream audio and video from any point on the interstate system, what will 5G be capable of? Think five senses, think full immersion. Think Uber for flying saucers. Who will control the 5G? Not Hawaii in the USA. Why did the coronavirus target China? Why did it target Wuhan? When was 5G activated in the USA? Why are population centers going into lockdown over a head cold? The time of reckoning is near. Only those who know they are in misalignment have reason to panic. Gamma Q. Wow. Gamma Q. Wow, that's, it's a lot. It's a lot. 
I also enjoy that it plays into this thing that I've just watched happen online over and over, which is like people pointing their fingers at one another and going, no, you're panicking. No, you're panicking. No, that's panic. I'm not panicking. You're panicking. Mm -hmm. It's like one person's rational fear is another person's panic. And as you noted, there were more questions there than yeah. actual answers. Yeah, these these aliens like have one chance to talk to him every morning and they're like, Dylan, what's up? What's happening? Can you explain what's happening? We don't know. We know just as much as you do. Yeah. <laughs> And which kind of makes sense. Like they're on another planet. Maybe they are like, oh, what's sure. happening? <laughs> knock, 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 guys. I get the impression that Dylan is a poet who's been struck mm-hmm. by the muse, usually in the mornings, but mm-hmm. not as much lately. And this is how it expresses itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild how much your automatic brain will do without interference from your executive functions if you let it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what automatic writing is. Um, I've I've written that way. Like if you just consciously are like, hmm. I'm not going to think about what I'm writing. You, well, you've seen me do it. Sure. Yeah, with the gobbledygook talking. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's content there, and the yeah, and the brain can just kind of push it out to the mouth, and you're surprised along with the rest of us. Yep. Hearing what what it is. Also, probably glossolalia has something to do with that as mm, well. Mm-hmm. Related in tongues. Phenomena. Phenomena. Do 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 do. So then they go back into talking about uh, 5G, and they're saying, well, why isn't Trump stopping 5G? This is um, Deep Time, who clearly is a big Trump fan. Ah, right. Uh, And uh, he says, maybe it's not actually 5G, because Trump would stop it if it Ah, was real 5G. What do we do with the fact that we love this guy who's supposed to be a maverick and outside the system, but now is in control of the system? We make it way more complicated. The election of Trump, I feel lays waste to so much of conspiracy theory. Because if you really believe that Hillary Clinton had all of the influence and dark mm-hmm. power that she did, why did she not actually get Become into president. office? Right. Yep. Yep. Trump getting elected upset every expectation of all the conspiracy theories. Okay, now you've got your conspiracy theorist in chief. Mm-hmm. And what good has it done you? Right. What have we learned about aliens? What have we learned about flat Earth? <laughs> right. Nothing. And so then they always have to explain away, okay, well, he, he's gone a little off the rails about this thing. Right. But, but this is on its way. But I, I feel like it was a solid refutation of every, I don't know, cynical idea about how all elections are rigged or controlled mm-hmm. or the outcome is set because him being elected broke all of that. I think also there's this tendency to explain those things by saying, well, here's how that wasn't his fault. Here's how like these other forces worked against him. And that might, in many cases, that's probably true. But that's exactly what you want a president to be able to manage. A president is supposed to know, <laughs> oh, we have a country with millions of different opinions and people fighting over how to attack various problems and everyone's got a good idea and it's really hard to move forward in a situation like that. That's what you're supposed to be trained to do, Prez. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And you should be capable of thinking outside yourself mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. for half a second. Well, another thing that they debated about 5G is that maybe it's directional. And they're like, oh, yes, it definitely is. I think they kind of talked themselves into that one. Mm. Meaning that, you know, when they put up all these 5G towers every 200 yards, they were saying, that sounds about right. You know, they can then choose whether to affect you with whatever this tower is actually supposed to do. Mm, you carry, you know, right. whoever they're cool. tr- trying to single out. So this is then maybe the best part. 
Okay. I, I think I already said that with the um, You did, the but bomb. I can't wait anyway. Gets even better. Okay, so then they say, well, what are your personal recommendations, everybody, for yeah. the listener out there? How do you deal with the current times? Yeah. So Deep Time says, <laughs> stock up on 10 weeks of stuff. Okay. That's a deep time. Okay. <laughs> do what you normally do. Wash your hands. Calm the fuck down. Drink ginger tea. Okay. These were pieces of advice from Deep Time. Okay. I'm not sure that that is what I would normally do, stock up on 10 weeks of stuff, but okay. (laughs) You know, maybe you should be more of a prepper then. Okay. Oh, touche. Veil Removed spoke from the blue screen and said, tune this out. This isn't even a thing. You're way more likely to die from hepatitis, pneumonia, meningitis. Be- well, pneumonia, that's... <laughs> right, an effect of this Yeah, that's disease. how people right. are dying of it. Bacterial infections, staph infections. This is a non-thing. This is not going to harm people. Just eat healthy, take care of yourself, drink lots of water, make sure it's alkalized water. Mm. Uh, breathe, breathe well, take supplements. Those were all of... Okay. Veil removes recommendations. Breathe well would be a very uh, ridiculous thing to say to someone with coronavirus <laughs> infection. Right. Then Dylan chimed in. He said, well, first of all, look at the healing web. That's that big graphic that he created. We posted it mm, on mm-hmm. Facebook. That's cool. Had all of, it looked like uh, the London Underground, one of those diagrams of a subway system, just yeah. even larger. And uh, he sells it uh, at the end. He was hawking a a $25 version of it that you could buy as a wall poster that looks pretty cool. Yeah. If we had a recording studio, I'd want to buy that and put it up on the wall. And then they had to explain, well, here's why we sell stuff and this helps us. But, you know, we're not we're not selling out anyways. So uh, he said, you know, I didn't put it on at the time because I was a little suspicious of it. But I would recommend colloidal silver. Ah, he's, he's, sure. He's starting to come around on colloidal silver. We've only talked about colloidal silver here and there, but it's a, an alt med treatment for what everything. Oh yeah, it heals all that ails you. Yeah, it's, it's a cure all. He brought up this graphic that he had put together that said this. This is a good microcosm of the whole episode too. Here's cold, flu, respiratory, sinus, and coronavirus, both causes and pharmacological solutions and holistic solutions. Okay, here we go. All right, so the causes, flu shot. Oh, no. Chemtrails. Okay. Toxin overload. Why didn't any of this happen before? 5G sickness. Okay. And biowarfare. So maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we're talking about biowarfare. Okay. okay, so things that you could take that are from doctors or pharmacies. Boo. Acetaminophen. Ibuprofen, uh-huh. antibiotics. Okay. Uh, that won't help you with uh, a virus. virus, but True. okay. Decon- if you have a concurrent bacterial infection, maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, decongestant, expectorant, or flu shot. That's interesting. That's under the causes. And, and the solutions? Yeah. Uh, huh. But here we go. Here's the holistic ways that you can treat this. Immune support, vitamin C, mm. echinacea, astragalus, Oh, not familiar. Okay. Herbal tea, raw honey, licorice, adaptogens, steam, neti pot, nasal breath aids, eucalyptus oil, thieves oil. Oh. Have you heard of this before? Uh Okay, I'll do a little breakout in a second because I hadn't either. Nature, (laughs) sunshine, fresh air. Okay. Ozone. Oh. Okay. Nope. Sound healing, an Mm -hmm. organic diet. Olive leaf, garlic, 
colloidal silver, exercise, not smoking, lymph <laughs> stimulation, stimulating your lymph. So, uh, yeah, one thing he mentioned there was uh, this thieves oil. Yeah, never heard of it. Young Living's most popular blend. So he posted this graphic uh, about thieves oil. It's based on the legend of thieves who covered themselves with mixtures of herbs and spices before robbing plague victims. So it has clove, lemon, cinnamon, eucalyptus, rosemary, and coconut oil. And he said that he put it on himself, especially when he was on the plane traveling to the Conscious Life Expo. Mm. Uh, he would put it on a mask and then wear that over his face when the air started to feel stale inside the plane. Okay. Yeah. It was good? Uh, yeah, well, he's, he's he stayed nice and healthy. He even mentioned that at the previous year's Conscious Life Expo, a lot of people were getting sick. Mm. And so he said this year he brought the thieves oil to help out. And uh, he would, uh, in the hotel room, he would run an ozone purifier. Oh, no. Yeah. And he, no, no, no. Those are not good. And he even said, uh, you know, like the medical establishment tries to say, like, don't use that when you're actually in the room with it. Uh-huh. I think they're just lying to us. I'm skeptical of oh, that. Oh, no. It oxidizes free radicals. It breaks down the bad stuff in the air. So uh, you should be doing that. No, that's toxic. You don't want to breathe in a bunch of ozone. Don't do it. And then he also said, <laughs> Dylan said, I'm not going to recommend drinking bleach. Uh, Great. End of sentence. But no, <laughs> there might be something to it. No. Please, everybody, do don't drink not bleach. drink bleach. Why would you do that? Don't do that. Ugh. It's bad. It will just tear down your cells. We're, we're not even going to do that for you. The good with the bad. No, we are definitely not doing that for you. So he said he wouldn't rule that out. And um, <laughs> well, he should. Uh, and uh, yeah, that that was it. They they all agreed at the end that we should just focus on living life on our own to ignore all these tricks that mm-hmm. all, all of these forces are trying to put out there to delude us, to distract us, to lead yeah. us away. Instead, we should just focus on living with a high vibration. Okay, cool. And that's it. That's what I learned in <laughs> in an hour and seven minutes. Oh, my God. And vigorous note-taking. Well, well, well. Pretty I never fun. knew that. <laughs> Still don't. That is a lot. So here's where my mind's at. Um, I do think that because of our work, we do get a little bit of insight into how to talk to people who are who have a completely completely different mindset than you Mm -hmm. i'm not saying we're great at it or we always do it right we certainly don't but one thing i've learned is you can really only fight one battle at a time okay yeah so if you're listening to this and you're thinking oh god that's my stepdad or you know that's Mm. maybe it's not to this extreme Mm -hmm. but uh you know i know that my cousin thinks that that congress is out to get her or whatever you know and so she kind of falls into this conspiracy thinking in times like this like don't try to disabuse her of that whole thought network Mm. yeah (laughs) you know i think just you can be like hey i get it you know and you're right there probably are some people freaking out who shouldn't be i bet there is some of that listen though for me just for me, even if you think I'm being hysterical, can you do this for me? Because it makes me scared that you aren't self-isolating. You know, I think putting it in those terms is probably the furthest you're going to get in a time like this. Yeah. So if you're... What do, you, what do you do if they're taking bleach? You say, listen, I'm doing my whites and I need all of that. 
<laughs> Give me then, that now, please. You quickly buy a lot of white clothes I picture, to justify your lie. I picture uh, Catherine Hepburn in The African Queen. She takes all of Humphrey Bogart's alcohol and she just starts pouring it out because he's a horrible raging drunk. Oh, huh. And so she just starts emptying out bottles of his alcohol into the river <laughs> picture doing that with the person <laughs> the bleach. give me your bleach i know you could use this for real things but i'm pouring <laughs> it all out so you cannot consume it yeah fair <sighs> cool yeah good good advice <laughs> speaking of that whole 1031 becomes 310 or whatever mm-hmm. um, where you're just doing these crazy things with numbers until you get what you want I have to recommend to everyone to watch the new Zodiac Killer docuseries oh okay it's on Hulu it's from FX and it's called The Most Dangerous Animal of All oh okay and I'm not a deeply true crimey person mm-hmm. and you'll watch the first episode and if you have if you're at all like me you'll watch the first episode and be like I don't, okay, I don't get what the big deal is. Stick with it. It becomes something very different than you expect in a really great way. Oh, interesting. I was I was actually heartened at the end of it. I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad this got greenlit. I'm so glad this got made. It's a good sell. Yeah, so uh, I can't say more than that because it would give away too much. But okay. You should watch it. Fascinating. Yeah. It's interesting how much entertainment revolves around the murder of the week format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, a story consultant named Brian McDonald, and he says that all storytelling is about survival. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the filter through which he looks at storytelling. And I always remember that because I, I think a lot of the reason that we are interested in stories in general is just because we want information that we can use to survive in the world. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so it seems like murder just gets to that right away. Like, how do I avoid getting murdered? <laughs> Or conversely, Netflix, please ha- tell me. Or conversely, how do I kill someone and get away with it? Oh, true. Recently, that came up. There was a woman talking about how she used to always watch Unsolved Mysteries with her dad, and it turned out that her dad was a killer. Oh, my God. And he was watching it to get tips on how to get away with murder. Oh, my God. I think we found it. Her name is Carrie Rawson. <laughs> what? That is her name. Carrie uh, that, Ross. Un. That's our name. Yeah. Oh, no. Ross and Oh, Carrie. shit. <laughs> we should have her on and ask her to explain that. Okay, wise guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I start every interview episode we have <laughs> confronting the person and going, okay, wise guy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Okay, cool. That's it's your gumshoe, Carrie. <laughs> and you just go, Uh, Come on, it's Tom Hanks. (laughs) All right, well, let me tell you about some stuff. All right. All right. Yeah, what did you find out about coronavirus? What is it? Well, speaking of bad explanations for what it is. (laughs) Okay. What are you still thinking about, Ross and Gary? Yeah. Yeah. Last night, I joined a phone call with many prophets around the country. Prophets? Yes. So as you know, I am prophetic. I can see the future. God speaks to me. Did you not know that? Did uh, I not tell you uh, no, about that? No, you think you would have mentioned it over all this time. Yeah, you know, I guess it never came up. So this organization, would you say then, would you say it is not for profit? Mm-mm, I would say it is indeed <laughs> it's for It's a for profit. profit. <laughs> it is a more than for Thank profit. Thank you. I'm done here. Uh, you can do the rest of the podcast. I think I've contributed my part. Okay. Um, Oh, no, he's actually getting up. He's paying off the joke in real time. He's walking 
out of my apartment. Oh, he's coming back. All right, all right. It's, it's a joke one can't commit to. <laughs> like, yeah, how far would I get? He left his laptop, but he did, he did go outside. Huh? I'm still narrating. When is he going to get tired of this? So there's this woman named Darini Medeiros who... We've both been getting emails from for a couple of years. Yeah, we, we do so many things like this where we sign up for something and we think about doing an episode based on it. And then, I don't know, it feels like uh, half a story. And so we kind of wait to do something else with it. And mm-hmm. then we end up reading her prophetic emails for three years. Years, years and years. <laughs> and yep. then eventually we're at a point where we're like, how did we find out about this person? <laughs> yeah. What's their thing? I saw she'd written something about coronavirus, but I didn't pay a lot of attention. So basically what she does is she runs a ministry, mostly online. Yeah, it used to be called Mysterion. It is still it? is. Okay, maybe it was called something else before that. Uh, that Oh, yeah, I think it was. Changed I, names I, I can't remember point. what it was, but you're right. Basically, her bag is that all Christians have the gift of prophecy. It's just a matter of whether you cultivate and grow that gift. Mm-hmm. So she has people join. Join her school, her prophet school. Oh, yeah. And it sounds something like a Harry Potter school, almost like a school of mysteries. Yeah, it's just called the Mysterion Academy. Oh, boring. Yeah. <laughs> I must say her classes are rather cheap. They're like 21 bucks a pop. Hey. Yeah. All right. So All right. we'll, we'll be back with more about her in the future then. Uh, we'll see. Okay. So, yeah, she talks every Monday. She talks to her students and anyone who wants to call in. She does this big, like, call-in code call. Mm. Um, you do have to text her at a certain time to ask for the call-in code. So there's, like, a little bit of, uh, I'm going to make this a little too hard for you. Just if, to if you're gonna randomly, it. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've joined a couple of these, and my first takeaway about reading is that she's one of these people who's very much a you know committed Christian and Trump supporter and mm-hmm. feels that there is this massive spiritual import to Trump's legacy yes. and his role in the White House and ascending to power and that God has ordained this. And I, I feel like Trump looks at these people with this kind of amusement, like, sure, whatever, knock yourself mm-hmm. out. But boy, is she one of them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, that will play out here for sure. And just in case... Anybody's listening and thinking, oh, they're picking on Trump. We really did start with coronavirus, and he just keeps coming up. It wasn't an intentional thing. These are the people who are giving alternative views about coronavirus, so make of that what you will. The people who trust science, uh, yeah, aren't in this camp. Yep. Okay, so I knew to call into this because I got an email from her where she said she was going to be talking about the coronavirus and what the Christian response should be. Oh, yeah. I ended up on this call for two hours and 15 minutes. It's very long. And as far as I could tell, I think all the callers were women based on names of voices, but I could be wrong. Okay. And Did Rini end up dancing at any point? No. She loves doing these like ecstatic dances. Oh, well, this was audio only. Oh, all right, well. Yeah. And uh, she's maybe in her, I don't know, 40s? I can't really tell. There's okay. like a lot of very, you know, uh, Photoshop job photos of her. And Good point. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Okay, so t- over two hours on this call. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Well, I'll tell you. So we got on there, and first there was sort of a, a set up, everybody introduce yourself kind of thing, but you, it's that's hard to do with 40 callers and no oh. way of anybody raising their hands. So that was the first hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, so wow. so she's like, so everyone say hi in your name. 
And then, of course, there'd be like a pause. And then four people would be like, Janet. Blah, 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 blah. And she kept being like, one at a time. <laughs> How do, yeah, you can't. One at a time. You can't do that. I'm going to give each one of you a number. One, two, right. three, four. <laughs> right. It's, oh, my God. I, I don't know why she didn't understand why it wasn't working. And she wouldn't abandon it. She just kept being like, no, no, no. One at a time. Anyway, so everybody's just saying their name and what city they're from, often overlapping each other. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I I was just like, just stop answering. Like, I'm not going to say Carrie Los Angeles, because let's get on with it instead of this just happening forever. No one's going to remember. No one's going to remember. It doesn't matter. No one's going to talk again. We're all calling into freeconferencing.com. She can look at the list. She can see where people are going from. It's fine. We don't need to do this. But people just kept doing it. And I think they thought like, okay, I'm getting it over with. But it's like, she's not counting these. Just stop. Anyway, a <laughs> bunch of people said their names. Cool. They were from all over the states. Though I will say a, a very big representation from California. Hey. Yeah. Hey, all what right. up? So she says, okay, every week on Monday nights, I have something called political intercession. It's 9 p.m. Eastern. There's a $12 administration fee that's just to pay for our internet, which girl. You need better internet if you have to pay $12 per for a two-hour talk. <laughs> but anyway. Per person. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. She has that terrible just internet. covers the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Get some cheaper internet and yeah. then you can support charities. That's sweet 5G. So she said, but tonight is free and open because of the circumstances. We're going to be dealing with some deeper issues and more private issues but okay. you've made this free and open so i don't understand that but so she said god speaks to all of us and everyone on this call has messages from god so i want to hear what all of you have to say oh hey okay yeah carrie's like oh what's my message <laughs> i know right so i just want to pause for a second to say i said that so clearly compared to Rini. I don't want to try to convey this in the way it was conveyed to me because it was so just like one thought here, one thought there. Oh, I'm back to A, I'm back to B. Okay, wait, oh, A reminds me of Z, but now it's snaking back to K. So I'm not going to do that to you, but just so you know, I'm making this so much clearer. Okay. <laughs> okay, so she says, now's the best time to be alive as a believer in Christ, and we can get people through this. Your influence matters. We need to bring the peace of God to others and remain in prayer. Uh, There's a lot of theories out there. Some make sense and some don't. Okay, Okay. correct. With you so far. And she's like, you know, the nation's in a frenzy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Boy, she checks out. (laughs) But let's hear what God is telling each of us, us, his prophetic kingdom. Okay, fine. And she says, now I especially want to hear from the people who are in my class. There are a lot of people on this call who are in my class. I want to hear from you. And if you're a medical professional, I want to hear from you. Oh, hey. Okay, I like this. I like this. Um, And she says, now you're probably thinking like, how will I discern what's true? The witness of the Holy Spirit will tell you what's true. Oh, okay. That's different for everybody. We're Mm -hmm. really just talking about a gut feeling, but Mm -hmm. okay. Um, And then she said, and some people might say, you're not giving me enough evidence. But when that happens, I just, if there's something that I don't have evidence for, I just put it on the shelf to pray about it. Oh, the shelf. The shelf. Our old friend from the Mormon investigations. The Mormon shelf. Um, Brother, I can't remember what we called him, but he'd put every tough question on the shelf. So he could answer it later in the great beyond. Yep. 
So that's what you should do if there's not evidence for the thing you ought to believe. Okay, so she says, you know, we're all, we all have to do this, right? Like we're all on Facebook and, you know, you see a story and you're like, is that true? I don't know. And Oh, this must have been so hard for you not to just... <laughs> Start giving advice on like how to verify <laughs> well, information. Time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it says this is a bad source, believe them. No, that's probably not a good rule. Anyway. Google exact phrases and find out uh, where the article originated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. So she said, and Facebook is built to addict you and keep you in there without judiciously looking at the right sources. That's true. That's true. That is absolutely true. So, you know, this this call is to validate some of the things we're feeling, but also to really get clarity about what's true. And, you know, it happens to me all the time. I post something and then Facebook tags it as false information and takes it down. <laughs> I'm sure this has happened to all of you. <laughs> Not as much as it does to you, Rini. <laughs> it's never happened to me. Has it happened to you? No. Okay. And then she said, and then if there's enough of those, they can just shut you down. It's a type of control. So I don't even post about this stuff anymore, which is why we have the call. Okay, so now... <laughs> so I can infect you all directly with bad information. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so let's get down to what what's happening. So everybody, if you can just share what's happening in your area, but first say your name <laughs> and where you're from. <laughs> like, we just did this. Wait, no. We just did this. <laughs> but now we're going to say our names, where we're from, and what's happening. <laughs> and of course... 80% of the stories are like, well, I'm in Albuquerque and everything's closed except for pharmacies, doctors, and grocery stores. Thank you, Janice. And yeah, uh-huh. And then I would go, oh, you know what? It's the same here. I'm in Minneapolis and everything is closed except for doctors and pharmacists. So everybody's just saying the same thing. I don't know why we're doing it. Why are we doing it? We know what's happening. Um, <laughs> Poor Carrie. <He's> just like... <laughs> Shaking with irritation. <laughs> what did you sound like when it came to you? I didn't participate in this part. Oh, sure. I was like, it's who's, the same thing. Who's going to be like, wait a second, we heard from 39 people. Where's the 40th <laughs> right. one? Who's being quiet out there? Wow. Um, and it was all women, right? As far as I could tell, based on names, yeah. Yeah, what would they like do? Kick out a guy? Yeah, I, I, it wasn't intentionally Get off all of women. here, Steve. <laughs> it wasn't intentionally all women, from what I can tell. Oh, okay. That's just who she had yeah. acquired. Self selected audience. Yeah, I guess so. So one person said, you know, it's just so scary. Like a lot of companies are shutting down across the country, even Starbucks. And then people were like, Starbucks, 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 Starbucks. I don't know why that was so shocking to people. Passed its way Starbucks. around the yeah. telephone line. Yeah, but that's that's a public entity. Starbucks, 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 Starbucks. Um, so then Rini said, "Yeah, no, I get it." And you know, you know, we hear about how they're developing like a vaccine, and I don't, I don't want to go off on that. I don't want to talk about vaccines too much tonight. And people murmur in agreement. <laughs> and she says, "But I'm personally not doing any vaccines because I know there are people that want those, and that's fine." But it's not for me. And then people are like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Starbucks, um, Starbucks, Starbucks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Starbucks, 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 mm-hmm, Starbucks. And mm-hmm. she said, um, you know, I wasn't even scared about all this, but now I'm worried about the economy. So she's not worried about the disease itself. Just, okay. uh, but now that my uh, stocks are sinking, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm suddenly concerned. Right. And uh, now it feels like we're at a surreal movie. There's nothing like this before in my lifetime. Okay. That's probably true. And then she says, and churches aren't being able to come together with more than 10 people. 
And I mean, I can see the wisdom in that. I told my daughter not to go to a packed concert a few days ago because she'd be like really close with people. I'm thinking like, okay, so you get it. So you get it. There's actually a virus that could be caught and you're not comfortable knowing your daughter is going to be in proximity to other people. Good. Right. Let's hold on to that. Yeah, let's cultivate that thought. And then she said, and fear causes your mind to overreact and then you speculate. Being like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh huh, correct. That's yeah, like when you start to talk about how like the virus isn't real and stuff. She, that's yeah, all. She, she's got some of the pieces there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so now we're going to share the various messages from God that we've all gotten because, of course, we are all prophets. So she's she's like, okay, I'm going to open the line up, which the line has been open this whole time. Everyone's been talking. I'm going to open the line up for people to share one at a time. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> we have zero cues upon which to understand who is going next and where we are I in mean, your hypothetical line. It would have it would have even been more efficient for her to be like anybody whose name begins with D. Right. Go ahead. I was starting to think that. Yeah. Like eh, maybe an alphabetical system would be an approximation yeah. of what she's going for. If your birthday is next week, you may speak. <laughs> right. Oh, People start sharing. Oh, and also people aren't muting themselves. And so you can hear like their blunders. The and dog's stuff. barking. Then, yep. gets, Mommy. Or just, yeah, loud I background hum that interrupts. Yep. And uh, so this sounds like, really fun. Yeah. So she kept being like, please mute your line if you're not speaking. It's so simple. All you have to do is dial star six. Which <laughs> <laughs> I guess is also a way to mute. But I'm like, press the fucking mute button. Yeah, phones have a mute button. Yeah. But I guess you can also do star six. And then she's like, and then if you want to unmute, you just press it again. It's so simple. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so Linda... I won't say her actual town she's from, but Linda in California, she says, yeah, right around me, there are six counties under quarantine for three weeks. You're not allowed to go out of your house unless you work for the police. <laughs> she's like, this can't possibly be right. So in real time, I look up the city she's in mm-hmm. and it's just like here. It's like, they're like, hey, you probably shouldn't hang out in, in large groups, Please stay home for mm-hmm. the good of the city. Mm-hmm. Stay home. But there's there's nothing about like, you know, you going to prison if you go outside. Right. There's no specific consequence. Only in her mind. Yep. And then she said, I know someone with a child at Stanford and Stanford students are not allowed to do anything but go and get food. It's prison. <laughs> like, lady. Prison. You don't have a very good concept of what prison is. <sighs> if you think it's like... I'm staying in my dorm. I get to go to the dining hall. I bring it back, but I'm not allowed to stay in the dining hall. Oh, goodness. This reminds me of my very right-wing cousin who doesn't believe in the curvature of the earth and all those things. Oh, man. She was on a kick for a long time where she would constantly talk about how we live in slavery. Oh, no. And she's got like a three-story house, and she lives with all of her family in Idaho, and... You know, things are going well. She has multiple businesses. It's like, stop it. Stop oh, calling yourself man. a slave. Yeah. That's so offensive. Yep. Oh, Jesus. So Stanford students aren't allowed to do anything but get food. <laughs> it's prison. Um, oh, yeah. And there are guards enforcing it. And I'm picturing like these college security officers standing outside being like, you know, move along. We need to go back to the dorms. Right. On this call, people are going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my she God. thinks it's some kind of Stanford prison experiment. <laughs> 
uh, which is also a bullshit thing. I did look it up. There was a Mercury News report about what's happening at Stanford. It said, and this is just from yesterday, the university had changed its rules for campus dining halls to comply with county limits on gatherings. Students won't be allowed to eat at the cafeterias and will receive pre-filled to-go meals. They may take outside or back to their dorms. Okay. Like prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then someone else is like, I know, I know. I'm in California, too. California is very corrupt. There's so much control. We need prayer teams all over the state. We need the glory of God to fall on California. I mean, there are a lot of people right now who are really suffering in many real ways. I don't think any of them are on this call. Yeah, maybe some of them are. Or at least not from what I'm hearing so far. Yeah. Probably not of coronavirus illness, but who knows. Okay, then we get Marla. She's from Oregon. She sounds very worried. Uh, She spoke to someone today who's in the core reserves that just called into duty, and he said to expect partial martial law within (gasps) 60 hours. I just like partial martial law. (laughs) And she said, uh, yeah, expect that within 60 hours, but don't be afraid. Okay, uh, so then Rini said, okay, and can you explain that? What is what is partial martial law, Dale? <laughs> Other than fun to say. Yeah, and she said, well, I did Google it. It's when the government picks which elements of martial law to implement, which martial law is already the government picking what to implement. That's kind of the whole it's, idea. Uh, I don't know. We just have to wait 60 hours uh, to pass we'll and see We'll find out very soon true. exactly yeah. what happened, right? This is roughly 27 hours later as we're recording this. So okay. we'll let you guys know if she was right. To prop up her claim, she said, and and this person, like, I'm not going to say his name, but the guy who told me that is a member of the Republican Party, and he is a respected citizen. And someone else said they heard it, too. Oh, well, that's enough oh, for me. Okay. And then Marla also said, um, and I have a friend whose grandson, his friend's father, is a CIA agent. My friend's grandson's friend's father is a CIA agent. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they saw a text that came through last night on his phone that verified it. Oh, hey. Okay. Okay. No. Problem solved. Okay. So then Gilda pipes up. She has a son who's a police officer, and and he was given instructions to be in 24-hour alert for emergency calls. And if they call him, he has to go in. Yes. Yeah. That's Did how you, that works. You knew when your son was becoming a police officer that this was part of the thing, right? <laughs> um, I can't believe he's a police officer and he has to go when they want him to. <laughs> right, when he's on call. <laughs> um, okay, then we hear from Kida from Washington State. Kida would talk a lot on this call. So she says, okay, the governor in our state put out a statement an hour ago that no more than 10 people can meet. No gyms, no meeting places, no seated dining. Um, but pharmacies and grocery stores are open. If you meet with nine people, you just go to jail. Mm-hmm, no. <laughs> no, not true. Also, wait, hang on. That would directly groups, violate uh, freedom of assembly. Uh, true. And also, so groups go to jail, but in prison, you're separated and sent into your... <laughs> <laughs> into your individual dorm rooms. Mm. I need to know more about this system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she went to a grocery store that day and she was like, and actually, it wasn't too bad, but the shelves weren't full. And this is Socialism 101. People want socialism? Well, here it is, babe. <laughs> Welcome to seeing what that's going to look like. Ooh, how did we make <laughs> socialism the boogeyman here? I don't even know. I think she was trying to say there are examples of 
socialist bread lines famously where there's not enough for everybody and so if that's what you want this is how that's gonna end up but like this isn't a good example no even quasi socialist policies got us here right no it was just a panic and everybody on their own went and it was tragedy of the commons right yep okay we get it why doesn't she get it let's call her back (laughs) kita uh, someone else was like, oh, you know, Canada isn't letting anyone cross the border and, and we should be doing the same. Yeah. And then Keita pipes back in. Yeah. And isn't it funny that Trump was poo-pooed for being a nationalist like a month ago. And now all these countries are taking nationalist stances. They're taking care of their own. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Just controlling the flow inside and outside of germs. That's, yeah. that's what that is. Um, um, makes sense on some level, but. Mm-hmm. Doesn't extrapolate to other situations. Right. And I mean, it's also like, it's not this thought of, we can only take care of our people. It's like, stay as many doors as we can close so that people aren't sharing this virus. Right, you know? right. Everyone Which includes traffic between other right. countries. Yeah. Right. Okay, then uh, okay, then we get Val. She's in Wisconsin and she's like, oh, yeah, the grocery stores are open, but the library's closing. And she said, but there's some good news. The schools are still serving lunches even when they won't the teachers won't be there to teach. Oh. They're still feeding the kids. You're and good. everyone thinks that's nice. And they're like, oh, that's so good. That's so good. And I'm thinking like, you were just talking about how socialism... What? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. So good point. This is where I started to get that feeling of like, oh, okay. The only thing that's not allowed in this room is the mainstream explanation. Mm. Everything else, we're just going to pretend that it all makes sense and it all fits together. But my brain won't do that, so I keep trying to like match up these things that do not match up at all Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and give a coherent narrative to this non-coherent thing. I feel like I need to say, because I kind of castigated the right here and said that they were Mm. the the province of people speaking these alternative things. I did just look up Marianne Williamson has a couple talks about coronavirus, Mm. and I haven't listened to them in completion yet, but apparently... Marianne Williamson released a bizarre prayer slash meditation on video blessing people's nether regions in response to the COVID-19 situation. I saw that. I Well, I saw her response to it on Twitter where she basically said that's not what I was saying, but I think it's very funny that that's how people took it. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Well, we'll give it a listen. But just to say, maybe not all the bad ideas are solely oh, from the right. Absolutely. Um, and some of these things used to be more on the left things like gmo and vaccine and fear of vaccines used to be a very Absolutely. leftist issue so. and, and still is uh. I, I thought that too and then drew corrected me and i looked it up and it, it it's pretty even now okay yeah but but it's still present on the left oh yes yes you Absolutely. still have like bill maher you know oh yeah, yeah saying very responsible things about vaccines totally okay now let's get down to our bread and butter everybody share their visions okay Ooh, yeah <laughs> so not everybody was saying their name during this part some people were so one person says okay i just know that we have to not be afraid it's going to get worse before it gets better but i can see the god of libya closing things down the devil might mean this for evil but god's working it out i'm sorry the god of libya yeah so i i I said the same thing in my head the god of libya what does that mean yeah shouldn't that be the god of all you believe in one God, right? Right. Apparently, there's like a possible ceasefire in Libya because the 
government was like, hey, guys, can you pause it on the fighting because we need to control COVID-19 isn't here yet and we want to control that situation. And there may be a ceasefire. They may have just like agreed to not fight for a while. Hey, cool. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, If I understood this uh, New York Times article correctly. Yeah. So she's like, so God has control. Keep going. Don't be afraid. Okay. Like, Okay. Could give that vision a C plus, but okay. <laughs> Next person hits it out of the park. Oh yeah. Says, Well, I saw a vision of a guy who looked like Stucco. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who looked like Stucco. I like it already. <laughs> and then she starts explaining what Stucco is, which everybody's like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe like, not it's everybody like knows. It's like on the wall and it's like kinda it kinda looks like cottage cheese, but it's hard. It's like textured <laughs> concrete. Um and she says, and the stucco guy swallowed the virus up. He just swallowed the virus up and I immediately got up and I began praying. And everyone's like, oh, mm-hmm. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Does this give us any assurance <laughs> of what's, anything. of how the virus will eventually go away? Yeah. <laughs> do, we need, do we wait for the stucco man? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Don't fear the stucco man will be here to swallow the virus. <laughs> So, but do we still like huddle in our houses for now? Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. What Does the he come after Jesus? Because we've been waiting for him for a long time. <laughs> okay, the next person. I love this stucco man. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm stuck no, on this. No, it's a really good one. <laughs> Carry on. Um, Drew was listening to that with me. We were eating dinner, and I put it on, put my side on mute. And then put it on speakerphone. Did you hit star six to do that? (laughs) No, I just pushed the mute button. Oh, that's even easier. And I put it on the table between us. We were eating quietly. And I just enter him into this mess of a call, right? As the person's like, well, I saw a stucco man. So. But this is so like biblical prophecy, which I'm oh, sure yeah. they read all the time. You know, like I saw a cow and the cow withered away and another cow rose in its place. Mm-hmm. And that cow had horns that were mighty and red of fire. And we're like, I got to write this down. So 2000 years later, we can still talk about it. And its eyes were blue like lapis lazuli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me throw in some weird words. Totally. So next person says, well, first of all, I've just got to say the Taco Bell is closing its drive through. Can you believe that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I, that sucks for her. I can. How are you going to get I yourself can, Taco Supreme? I can believe that. Okay, anyway, about my vision. <laughs> so I <laughs> I had a vision of coronavirus falling on my skin and then burning up. And I just know that God won't let this come near us. Even the dump is closed. But my Bible study is meeting tomorrow. And there are seven of us. And we're going to meet because we don't want to just give in to fear. There's always this what? 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 there's always this like terrible first inclination. I have when people say things like that, like, oh, I know it's not gonna affect me. We're like for a second I just want them to get infected. Yeah. Like, well, you've kind of called it upon yourself and I want to see you humbled. Right. By then I think, no, of course I don't. Oh yeah, of course you don't. But yeah, I think part of it's Schadenfreude, but like I think part of it's also like, well, that is the thing that makes people finally get it. Mm-hmm. So like if, if you could get that and then get well. That increases your odds because you're going to put yourself in situations where you do get it. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just realized when I said that's what makes people get it. I meant understand it. Oh. Uh, but, <laughs> you, but also get it. Right. <laughs> um, I get it. 
So that same woman, in passing, she called coronavirus a germ, which is a fine term for that. Mm. You know, it's kind of a catch-all term for like it's like saying any pathogen, a bug, and like well, technically, it's an arachnid. Right, exactly. So it's fine to call it a germ. The next person, Veronica, who would also talk a lot, she pipes in and she's like, "I just want to say, the lady before me called it a germ. Did you hear that? A germ." And I saw a video of Nancy Pelosi also calling it a germ. And it's like one of those, oh, what's it called? A slip where like you say the thing that you meant, to, you didn't mean to say, but you were like slim. thinking of it. So yeah, I like unmute myself with the mute button. <laughs> and I said, a Freudian slip. And she's like, yes, exactly. That's what I believe it is. It is a germ. It's not the way the media is putting it out there and everything. You know, they try to make pandemonium, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does turn out to be a germ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What? Where do you start with that? (laughs) I know. I was thinking like, does she not know a virus is a germ? She has a very or, specific idea in yeah, her mind of what like a germ a is. Maybe. Or maybe she's given a certain threat level that the word germ can encompass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, ah, oh, that's lower than what we're all talking about. Right. But in my mind, germs aren't that bad of a thing. They're pretty manageable. I have uh, some wipes over here that kill 99.9% of <laughs> oh, germs. Oh, right. Yeah, maybe it's something, something like that. Something like that going on in her head. Uh, so she says, God doesn't cause destruction, which... Have you read the Bible, lady? Yeah, right? <laughs> There's like a whole very big story about it with Noah and the... Yeah. Do you remember that whole ark thing? Right. We killed almost all of humanity <laughs> minus a handful of people. And uh, yeah, what and two a... two giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> the giraffes are always in the painting. Yeah, I'm like, Saul got cast out as the king of Israel because he refused to thoroughly kill a city <laughs> as God had instructed him to. Give mm-hmm. me... Okay. Anyways, continue. Real meanie pants. Anyway, God's doing this to wake his body up, which I picture God like shaking his foot, his foot fell asleep. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, God is either allowed or sent this coronavirus to wake his body up? Yeah, meaning us, the church. Why can't he do it some other way? Uh, right. Also, I think your brain's starting to do the thing. My brain's been doing this whole time, which is like, okay, wait, wait, so it is a virus or it's not a, it's not a virus? It is a virus? Or... Is it good or is it bad? Is it bad? It's bad. No, it's good. Oh, it's good. good. God's using it, so it's yeah. good. Wait, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, wait, wait, is this the cabal or is this the alliance? I right. don't know. <laughs> right. Does it matter? Does it matter to you? It matters to is me. It, is it God or is it Satan? Right. But uh, this is... Okay, so you're probably wondering, why does God want to do that? Let's assume that whatever it is, God intended it. Why does he want it? Please tell me. I have the answer. Oh, or more specifically, Veronica has the answer. It's because God wants us to sit down with the pages of the Bible, not with electronics. God's, Silly. God's original design was to not have the internet. Oh, okay. Which you're now using for this call. Or I guess a lot of people are on telephones. True. But wait, <laughs> we're not supposed to have the internet. So coronavirus is here to take down the internet. So we learn to go back to living with nature. Nope, so that we go back to reading the Bible in book form. Oh, okay. None of these like stupid apps that we're trying to... Right. Also, coronavirus has done absolutely nothing to the internet. Right, yeah. The internet's still going strong. Thankfully, we can work from home. Yeah. Even though we're putting a lot of strain on the internet. I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> but you don't know what they are? <laughs> like, First of all... All right, let's say I'm God and I want people to read the physical Bible. Uh-huh. I could maybe write it in the sky. 
I could yeah. rearrange stars mm-hmm. to say, read the freaking Bible. But in book form. <laughs> Comma, but in book, there's enough stars. I can form a full sentence with a clause. Yeah, yes. for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so we should allow God to use this shutdown because Trump is. Trump's allowing God to use the shutdown. And you're probably wondering how. He certainly never acknowledges God or seems to know anything about him. Mm-hmm. Except to say things like, I'm actually very religious. Okay. So Trump is using this situation to shut the country down and begin a mass arrest of the pedophiles. Oh, hey. Yes. Okay. Well, thank goodness both of these groups agree that finally we're going to get rid of the pedophiles. Right. Um, All it took was just getting everybody massively sick and scared. Right. And killing a bunch of people. And she clarified, by pedophiles, she meant the Hollywood stars. Oh, so I guess every famous person... Oh, no wonder Tom Hanks. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. Come on. What was the thing I was supposed to He's say? He's a gentleman. Oh, okay, wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Hollywood star. Which makes me think that she's picturing somehow that before you work on your first major film, you have to go through some ritual. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess. Or like those are just the only people who are elevated, people who already had those desires and were i don't know yeah okay cart before the horse but the cart and the horse are both ridiculous okay okay so anyway veronica is really like overstaying her welcome with her little monologue and Rini's like kind of trying to is going like okay okay you know try to wrap it up and veronica's like okay i just have one last thing to say i got a call on my phone and i sent it to you Rini. i sent it to you on facebook did you get it did you get it and he's like yes veronica i got it i haven't listened yet and you could tell one of those people oh this happens a she lot messages me all the time right i wish she wasn't on this call right now. <laughs> right and veronica's like it was it was an anonymous call it was from someone who knew about the pedophile thing they knew what was gonna happen who knows who was prank calling veronica <laughs> and uh and Rini's like, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but I know what you're talking about with Q and the pedophiles. And she's like, it wasn't Q. It wasn't Q. I'm not saying Q called you. I'm saying I understand. I know what I, I understand. The this thing. isn't necessarily a Q tip. <laughs> so finally, Veronica's like, OK, just li- just you promise you'll listen. Yes, I will listen. OK, OK. <laughs> so then let's have this with what is it? 40 other people. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, so then Rini says, okay, I'm just going to pull back a second here, and I just want to read off some things that I've read or heard, and some of them I don't quite understand, and I'm hoping that you guys will help me understand and see if this resonates with you and your visions. Mm -hmm. So the first is that it can't be a virus, right? I mean, it can't, because, you know, I was watching the TV, and there was a video of this woman eating a bat, and they were like, that's how it got to humanity, is that someone ate a bat. And I just got that feeling. I got that feeling in my stomach like, that's propaganda. That's what they want us to believe. Hmm. Okay. That's a feeling. Yeah, that is a feeling. And then she said, and a virus can't be transmitted that way. And she didn't explain why. And then she said, and then another thing I heard was that viruses are actually good for you because they clean out toxins. The common cold clears out bacteria in your body and the government doesn't want us to get viruses because they're good for us. And that's the reason for this big push for vaccines. Whoa, that's topsy-turvy. Okay. Yeah, right? Wow. So already I'm going, okay, 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 okay. Viruses are bad. No, they're good. Viruses are good, good, but vaccines are bad because they make, make us not get the good 
viruses, but this. So okay, so that means that circuiting. yeah, all of the the flu symptoms and the being incapacitated and low on energy and feverish, sweating, all of that is good and supposed to happen. I guess, except and, for the people who die from it. Right, it kicks out all the bacteria. So there you go. Um. Uh, and is, does that apply to all viruses? Mm-hmm. What about HIV? I was just thinking the same thing. I don't know. I guess. What about measles? They're good for you. What about these rubella? The, what although about I'm mumps? sure these all have special exceptions. You know, oh, well, mumps isn't really a virus. That's, you know. Oh. Um, that's the disease you but get. But really from... does make you want to unpack that with her. Like, okay, right. exhibit A. Uh-huh. Explain this one. Uh, that one's GMOs. So she said, so it must have to do with the 5G network. Of course. Of course. The boogeyman. So she says 5G was instituted in China and it was on that princess cruise where they had the outbreak. And I love this quote. And I am very particular about conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> but I listened to this one and it was very compelling. Particular, so like discriminating. She's a connoisseur of conspiracy <laughs> theories. Like, uh, uh, Will this one? No, I don't like it. Spit it out. And there was a video on Facebook that had 5 million views, and yet it was flagged and removed. It was all about that. Probably a good thing. Okay, so then someone else jumps in and she says, yeah, you know, the people who are doing this, they're very smart people in the government, and maybe they're giving the virus to these animals and then reselling the animals so we get it. Why? Why go to that much trouble? Right, and we just just established viruses are good. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they real? Are they 5G? What are they? (laughs) How can we all be in agreement right now? You're all saying, "Uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But this one isn't a virus. Ah, what is it then? How does it transmit? And why did you have to put it in the animal first and get someone to eat the animal? Why not just grab Claude off the street and inject him with it? (laughs) So true. Poor Claude. And then Rini says, yeah, that makes sense to me. And I'm like, what you just said? You just said... Um, But she said, because you can't get a virus. You just can't unless it's injected from a vaccine. I don't know. Wait, wait. Okay, A, virus, vaccines do not cause viruses. B, you just said viruses are good. Should I go get vaccines now? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So. Wait, they're trying to keep us from having viruses, but the only way you can get a virus is from them injecting it in you. Okay, all right. Yeah, I get it now. But also it's 5G. Um. (laughs) So, so then this is why science education is so important. Yes, because yep. they're just shooting in the dark with words that are loosely associated with feelings, mm-hmm. and that's all the that's all they're bandying yeah, it's about. A hypothesis generator with none of the subsequent steps. And I don't want to bounce this off of any sources other than just getting your feedback, all of you. What have you seen in your visions? Let's all check our intuition. That, like, your intuition is pretty good if you've encountered a lot of that specific Mm. subject matter. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't, it's worthless. Let's get 40 people on a call who have zero experience with this. Right. Except for Carrie. Barely. I mean, compared to these people, I guess quite a bit. Okay, so then Rini's like, and just to be clear, I'm not getting a vaccine. Like, yeah, we get it, Rini. <laughs> and then there's this chorus of like, no, no, me neither. Mm-mm, no way. Uh-uh-uh-uh. And she says, chemicals and vaccines, are, are they're a danger for our body. And if you're young, you don't have a lot of toxic buildup, but we eat a lot of chemicals, and that's what makes us susceptible to the virus and why old people are more susceptible. All their yeah. toxins are built up. Again, yeah. I just made that 20 times clearer than yeah. she said it, but yeah. that was the idea. 
okay, so wait, you're old, you get susceptible to the virus. Well, wait, don't worry. Viruses are good, right? Wait, no, they're 5G. <sighs> so, <laughs> so then she says, you know what? I think actually it's probably a push for population control. So how does that work? Viruses are good for you, but also 5G, right. but also bad. They want to kill people off. Right. This is tied to, you know, that old Georgia Guidestones and right. the, these mm-hmm. other conspiracy theories, but just expressing themselves through this uh, Christian element. Right. Um, yeah, boy. Well, I still don't even know if a our, vaccine is good or bad for me. Our consistency circuits are just on overload. Yeah. And I, I so often see this as just a failure to hold multiple things in one's head at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So especially if you're being guided just by these sensations and feelings, that as long as that is preserved, mm-hmm. this feeling of the other and them yes. and control and danger and the overarching narrative, then it doesn't matter. And you can kind of flip from one little thing to the other without ever having to keep them all within your worldview at the same time and make sure that they're consistent with one another. Right. This is like sort of the first step of science, right? Like we come up with one idea, we find out that's wrong, like astrology. Yes. We're like, maybe this is the explanation for human behavior. Oh, we find out that's wrong. And everybody does go like, okay, well, maybe it's this. I don't know. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. But that's step one. Right. Then you test all the damn things. Yes. And then you remember what happened in that test. (laughs) You write it down. Okay, wise guy. Um, (laughs) You even publish the negative studies sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You should all the time. Uh, and I guess really that's the endeavor of science. It's just the ultimate consistency seeking mechanism. Yeah, totally. Trying to get to a worldwide collective knowledge of how the world works. Yeah. So just ripping through a few more visions. Someone named Paxton had seen a, a vision that the coronavirus was man-made in a lab. Um, Bill Paxton? <laughs> yeah, I know. He's back. And Rini agreed with that. Okay, it's made in a lab now. You thought it was 5G. I don't understand. So then Veronica's back, thank God. Veronica's like, listen, Trump's wall is going to make the 5G safe. We don't need to worry about this. There's a mechanism in the wall. It's built into it. What? Oh, God, <laughs> what? It's built into it. It declaws the 5G. It's not going to hurt us. It's fine, okay? Um, And listen, you can't put total trust in a man, but I believe this man has a heart for the people. We're still talking about Trump. And then she says... He doesn't. And my... (laughs) He doesn't, but that's even the least crazy thing (laughs) you've said. Um, And she says... And my pastor has Donald Trump's cell phone number, and he called Trump directly, and he asked for a national day of prayer, and that's why Trump held one. He listens to the people. I'm like, oh, okay, your pastor's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something got lost in translation there. Yep. Oh. Okay, now Rini needs to tell us about her visions. So she had a vision of Trump being the beloved father of our nation. She saw future generations praising him as a forefather. Which, why? He wasn't there at the beginning. That's the definition. Well, with the the way <laughs> our memory of just American history has been affected by this presidency, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. in kind of an idiocracy type situation if they're like, Donald Trump was one of the founding <laughs> fathers of our Touché. nation. Touché. You like, remember oh. that speech where he conflated yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the War of 1812 and somehow put airports oh, in the Revolutionary right. War? Oh, they did what they had sake. to do. Oh, good. Ugh. 
get me started. Okay, so then at this point, she's like kind of shouting. Uh, so she's saying a lot of stuff, and she, and she sounds angry. I don't, I don't know, but she's like, God's not going to let us down at this time. Just tap into his heart much more than ever. We're not going down with them. Who's them? Ugh. I think she means the people who have the virus and get sick, mm. which I still don't know how you get it or if it's bad and if god is in control why is all this happening anyway yeah why are we getting this dangerous 5g why do we have the virus either it's part of god's plan and just going according to plan or god can prevent it and should be right or it's a test of our faith or which also just like why i mean like i don't put drew through tests of his love (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, that would be very petty. Yeah. And that's what, and that's... defeat the purpose of that love. Yeah. Because then you'd be less worthy of it. And that's like what we tell people about, you know, abusive boyfriends. Well, you shouldn't have to like prove to him that you're not cheating on him. Right. Right. So, yeah, there's just so much talk of not being afraid. The fear is the real thing. That's the problem. And then she started praying for exposure. She kept saying like, I just want more exposure, God. Give us more exposure. And I thought she meant exposure to the virus, and I was like, ugh. That's a weird use of the word exposure. Yeah, finally I understood, I think I understood that she was saying For the message to get out? Yeah, exposure of the gospel and exposure of whatever caused this. So the way we'd use disclosure in the UFO movement. Oh, okay. Like expose the real underlying current here. Gotcha. I think that's what she was saying, but poor choice of words. And careful, you get too much exposure, you'll get too famous, and you might be a pedophile. Uh, True, and then you get too many subscribers on YouTube and you're no longer a good source. Ooh, all these Uh, (laughs) diminishing returns. (laughs) So then there's a bunch of praying. She prays that God reveals the truth about animals, vaccination, injections, and EMFs. Literally, that was in one breath. Oh, wow. Um, she commands uh, coronavirus to dissipate and stop. Animals? Yep. <laughs> well, they're in there. Yep. And then people started praying and like sort of mumbling and talking over one another. And since I'd never been on this call, I thought maybe this was the style of the prayer, you know, like in some really charismatic churches, like everybody's yeah. kind of shouting and saying amen and stuff. So one person would be saying like, oh, God, please just like bring truth on this nation while simultaneously someone's saying like, uh, you know, let the deaths actually be life. And, you know, just a bunch of mm. like, blah, 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 blah. It was very creepy. And then, Yeah, I kind of want to hear that. Yeah, it, yeah, it was something. And then Rini just peels through and goes, let's pray one at a time. <laughs> oh, no, we still haven't learned. <laughs> let's pray one at a time so we can hear and agree. We have no visual cues or what? Yeah. way to line up one at a time. Um, so then Rini starts praying back to her. And she says, and I just want to say, God, I just want to pray to stop abortion, which I know is a big thing. <laughs> All right. It's a, <laughs> it's big, a thing. big thing. Then somehow I won't make you go through it. But somehow she just starts getting people to share again their visions. And it is like listening to someone's dreams. Oh, so the no. visions are getting less and less interesting. There are things like, you know, I met. Well, since you're pulling it out of me, I wasn't going to say it. Right, but right. I actually did have a dream where I had a shopping bag. And, and, and I was, understand this. I was okay. in the desert for some reason. And the handle on the shopping bag was yeah. like not a normal one. I know. Okay, and I, it was like more wire. And I kept pulling out like eggplants from under the sand. Which and is I'd, funny because I'm allergic to eggplants. No, no. <laughs> 
Oh, in the vision. Yes, right. And um, my mom was there, but it wasn't... Okay, it didn't look like my mom, but like I knew it was my mom. But a tree grew out of the <laughs> desert, but it was still my mom, but it's also a tree. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that saying? make sense? <laughs> and and also, overlying all of this was just like a sense of fear. So and anyway... Now I'm in the backseat of a car, and... <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm also still in the desert, but it's the back seat of the car. Anyways. Yeah, it was like that. Um, so people are just telling us they're boring ass visions. And one was like, I was like, I went to my friend Richard, who's an architect, and I tried to get blueprints from him. And he had to go to the back of his office and he had to get the blueprints for me. And he brought them out. And they were blueprints from a mall. And the on the bottom of the mall, there were all these stores. And then at the very end, of the blueprints it said trump's steps and i took from that to mean that trump wants us to be in the church and then up on the top there was something called joseph's space and i realized oh my god trump is joseph when we talk about joseph in the bible that is trump's role what what are you saying i can't i don't know wait and do trump steps do they go down or do they go up <laughs> they're actually only ascending steps oh yeah wild right interesting okay that is that is fascinating um Gene Scott called back, everybody. Yeah, so... Wow. So then somehow someone else got something out of that and was like, oh my God, that's amazing because... (laughs) This is an actual quote. Because speaking of Joseph, my dad's name is Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Tells us about her dad, her dad, Richard, giving her a coat that had many colors on it. And so it reminded her of Joseph's coat of many colors. <laughs> but that, the and way she introduced that was, speaking of Joseph, my, my dad's, dad's name, name is Richard. Richard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so Richard gave her this coat that had lots of colors on it, very colorful. Mm-hmm. It reminded her of Joseph's coat of many colors. She's had it for years. And just yesterday, as she was praying, she put the coat on. And now she realizes that was God telling her that Trump is Joseph, just like. God told the first woman that Trump was Joseph by sending her the dream about the blueprints. Okay, so finally, finally, Ross, there's so much of this. I'm going through so many notes and sparing you all. I simultaneously feel sorry for you that you had to go through this, but I'm also a little jealous. Like certain moments here sound very, very interesting. Yeah, you should join. It's only $12 to pay for the internet. So she's finally starting to use wrap-up voice, right? Okay, wow, this has mm-hmm. been really interesting, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, here's my one chance. Yeah. Okay, so I take myself off mute, which was just a one-click thing. And I said, Rini, like, this is my first time on a call. Um, could I ask a question? And she's like, oh, sure. And I said, okay, so how do I kind of codify all these different theories into one thing because like they seem to contradict right like i'm hearing it's a virus but it's also 5g but also viruses are good for us and then clean us out but also they're developed in a lab to hurt us but uh also it's in our heads and we shouldn't be scared and i I guess i'm trying to figure out like if you can speak to discernment like how how do Mm, i how mm -hmm. do i decide which of these are are true and Rini and everybody and, in the room is thinking, I don't like the cut of her gym. Oh, my God. There was an audible <sighs> from someone on the line. I don't know who that person did not say. But an intake this of air. This is Brenda in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that. And then and someone else like laughed uncomfortably. <laughs> and then uh, Rini, and she said a piss. She was like, well, it doesn't matter. Follow your peace. 
You have to listen to the inner peace inside of you. Listen, I'm a community leader, but I can't get stuck in all these different things, like figuring out if every little thing Mm. is true. Mm -hmm. Uh, You Mm. just have to learn to follow your peace. If you're going to survive during this time, do what's best for your family. It doesn't matter what's true. Oh, no. And Well, there we have it. There, Yeah, right? I, that's when I was thinking like, okay, we have a fundamental disagreement there. That's the infection. Right? Yeah. But as she finished up, there were just mumbles of people going, oh, yeah, very good. Lots of wisdom there. Yay. It doesn't matter what's true. It doesn't matter what's true. Rini Medeiros. <laughs> right? So anyway, hmm. I... <laughs> I recommend this really great call you can jump on for two hours of your Monday for $12. (laughs) But it just covers the internet. So that was that. (laughs) Well, thanks. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, no problem. So I just wanted to quickly say, because people would be like, did you hear? Did you hear? If we didn't, Jim Baker, of course, was. um, Oh, yes. And not Jim Baker, who is Father Yod from the Source family. Right. This is the Jim Baker, who is a televangelist. Yes. Uh, So he was selling a fake coronavirus cure. He was warned by the FTC and the FDA. Jerk. And sued by the state of Missouri. Good. Um, So with some silver solution, he said, cured it. And that's no longer up on his site. Good. Good job, guys. This is why we need protections like this. Mm -hmm. And then Alex Jones, we all know and love him. Mm. Um, He was selling a toothpaste, creams, and supplements on his site. And I guess he said in uh, one of his broadcasts that uh, it kills the whole SARS corona family at point blank range. So the New York attorney general sent a cease and desist. And his response was, well, I never intended to say it treats disease. No, you that's you, what you said. You said exactly that. Um, More forcefully than that. That's still up on his site. And you'll be glad to know that the toothpaste has no fluoride. So it does as little as toothpaste could possibly do. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> Alex Jones, you were the worst. <laughs> yeah. The worst. Sucks. There's a guy named Tom Palladino who runs a site called Scalar Light. And um, normally this costs money, but out of the goodness of his heart, he's running a free where you try out something. Oh, yeah. Test run. Trial. Trial. That's the word. A free trial. where He's, he's scaled down the price. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where for a month, you can get his services for free. And what he does is you can send him up to seven pictures of your loved ones, and including yourself. And every morning at 9 a.m., he sends scalar energy to those people. And that breaks up the coronavirus. Oh, okay. So I got it today. Oh. And you have been receiving his scalar energy as oh. one of my loved ones. Thank goodness. So oh. I've got... I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> so for the next month... You, Ella, Drew, John Ronson, Linda Moulton Howe, I, and, oh, and Dick Van Dyke. Oh, We will all be protected from coronavirus for one month. Okay, using energy that has magnitude but not direction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a meaningless term the way that it gets used in these circles, but okay. Yeah. Well, what, what is the magnitude? What is the scale of it? Yeah, it's just important to me that you use words I don't understand. Mm. It makes me feel safe. I mean, there's zero point to it. It's a little zero point energy joke. Okay, I wondered if it was, but I don't know enough (laughs) about energy to know what was happening. Okay, next questionable claim. There's a woman named Shakuntali. I met her followers at the Conscious Life Expo. Oh, okay. She's followed around by a lot of 
mostly young women, all of whom wear white. Oh, yes. And they are very intense. They come up, they, they only want female followers. Okay. So they come up to you and they get very close to you and they all talk in this sort of like bedroom voice. And they would get like very close to me and say things like, she really showed me my femininity. This is a creepiness scale right here. Yeah, it was it was sexual, <laughs> but also like you clearly do this to everyone, so it's like somehow empty and it was so weird. <laughs> um so since Conscious Life Expo, they've been calling and emailing me because I've given them just the slightest hint of interest. Oh no. So I hear from them a lot and oh, no. um this, so creepy. So this last weekend I get this call. Oh, and they all call me like, sweetie, darling, honey, things like that. Oh, and my sister. So, And they're all younger than me, so it's also like weird. Like they're all like 21, and they're like, hi, dear. Um, Anyway, so. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent is for a male. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro. (laughs) You're like a bunch of. That's my boy impression. Hey, bro. A bunch of guys calling me like, hey, bro. Hey, man. (laughs) Hey, warrior. Yeah. Hey, stallion. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's it. (laughs) It is super Um, creepy. This last weekend, I get this call, and this young woman is like, hey, it's Alexa. I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't think I know an Alexa. And she's like, I'm with Shakuntali. Like, oh, okay, I've talked to your friend Carla. And she's like, oh, we're all one. (gasps) Oh, she said that? Yeah. Well, we're all one. That doesn't mean I've talked to you. You don't just get to call and say, I'm Alexa, and assume I'll be like, oh, they're all one. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I wish you could have seen Carrie's face as she said that. It's hilarious. (laughs) So she says, so we're having a healing circle this weekend. And okay, like self-quarantining has begun in LA. Yes. At this point. And she's like, we're all doing a healing circle this weekend for the virus. And I'm thinking, okay, Are there fewer than 10 of you? Right, right. Or it's online or something. And she's like, and we're in LA near you. Oh, you mean an in-person healing circle? She's like, "Mm mm-hmm. I said, well, aren't you afraid of transmitting the virus? And she goes, oh, dear. No, because it's the fear. We're, We're praying against the fear that people have. And Shakuntali never gets sick. She can't get sick. So she's going to pray so that people get over the fear. And I had talked to Carla about this before. Shakuntali claims to cure AIDS. It's not a good sitch. Is that her? Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Beautiful brunette. Yep, that's her. So there's this video. So I've seen Shakuntali just in this video, and I saw her booth as I was walking by in the Conscious Life Expo. Yeah, in this video where I somebody posted it to our Twitter because they spotted me. For like half a second. Yeah, very quickly walking by in the background. I'm impressed they picked that out. It's called All Gas, No Breaks. Very funny editing style, interview style. Uh, I recommend his coverage of uh, the Conscious Life Expo. But he interviews her, and he asks her, because she's talking about her secret to youthfulness and why she says, oh, you know, I still look just like I was at 20. And he says, well, what we... <laughs> curious I looking mean, thinking, she's beautiful, but you, she's clearly a woman in her 30s. You look great, but yeah, you <laughs> you do not look exactly like you did in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, uh, how long will you live? And she says, oh, well, as long as I want to. And he said, okay, well, how will you look when you're 80? Just like this. Oh. How will you look when you're 90? Oh, same. Oh. Can't wait. So, uh, yeah, let's just remember that. We need to add that to our list of uh, people who make claims about living forever or maintaining their youthful appearance. Also, 
you've paused her in profile and it's really weird. From the front, I think she looks like Kara, your wife. My wife. From My the wife. side, she looks like me. Interesting. Yeah, I can see. Uh, yeah, I can see what you're getting out there. Yes. So she, if Kara and I had a baby, she'd be shocking to me. And you it grew that baby to the age of 20 and then froze it in time. <laughs> You have shotgun Tolly. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so she's trying to get me to come to this thing that's in person. I was like, okay, well, send me the info. And I'm thinking, like, is there any way for me to do this safely to just to report on this? Because, like, I don't think there is. And so I talk it over with Drew. And we're both like, no, not really. So when she texts me the info about the healing circle, I write back and I'm like, you know, I'll be honest, I'm I'm a little spooked by the idea of uh, like maybe catching the virus That's and passing fear, it. That's fear, Carrie. Right. It's fear. So That's I, what we're defeating. <laughs> so I was like, let me ask you this. Does she ever do interviews? And she's like, it's amazing that you'd ask that. Do you know someone who can interview her? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, um, you know, I'd be interested. I know a gal. In, yeah, I'd be interested in interviewing her. You know, we do the show, blah, blah, blah. And um, she's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Let me go ask. Okay. She comes back and she's like, we're can- They're all one. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Just turn to yourself. <laughs> so she comes back and she's like, okay, we're canceling the event. And we're going to come to your house. Oh, no. For sure. I'm telling you the interview. (laughs) (laughs) You're what? No. (laughs) Don't do that. You are not invited. So to review, (laughs) I didn't want to go be in a room with a bunch of people. So you're going to bring the people to me? (laughs) To my home? And you're all one. And you're creepy. Which is freaking me and out. no. <laughs> so I said no. And then, and I, fortunately, I had like a service person coming over to fix my garbage disposal. Okay. So it's like, I have someone coming over right now. And they're like, no, that's fine. That's fine if the garbage disposal person's there. We don't care. Oh, you don't understand I, the no. social cues. And so finally, I just started saying, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> just like offering no other expansion. I'm not going to do that. And then she'd be like, oh, okay. By this point, we've switched to phone call. Um, she's like, okay, okay, I understand. And I said, how about a Skype call? I could interview her via Skype if mm. she's not going to be in town long. Yes, she doesn't have good internet connection. Everywhere? She doesn't have connection <laughs> everywhere she can go. Uh, she should hold a group call and people can help pay for that internet connection. <laughs> Yes. Um, wow. So she's like, okay. Well, I will. I will ask. Okay. Oh, they wanted she the exposure. So dejected. Yeah. And she says, well, what we pictured is that we come to your house, and we pray, and uh, anyone can listen, and they join us in the prayer. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm talking about an interview where I'd ask her questions. She'd answer the questions. The show would be edited. It would go out like a week later. That's what I'm talking about. Not a simulcast of your prayer at my home (laughs) you're Um, just assuming i have amazing internet (laughs) true yes she's like oh okay i will get back to you and at that point i was like i'm not gonna try anymore wow and they didn't get back to me the next day and i haven't talked to them since but they didn't hold their healing circle i think no one was coming oh okay yeah so that's those people (laughs) 
Um, okay, on to the next. There's a woman named Kimberly Meredith who's a medical intuitive. Okay. And she, uh, I met her at Conscious Life Expo. I'm on her mailing list. And she sent an email uh, saying, oh, I wrote a new book about the coronavirus. Mm. And it was a $3 ebook. And I was like, I'm sold. So I read this whole ebook for you. Oh, wow. It's, it was only 61 pages. Okay. It's called Coronavirus 20, Top 21 Tips for Protection. Good. Um, no, very timely. She cranked that out. I know, right? That's like a download of <laughs> two pages every morning for a month. Exactly. She didn't have that long. She did it real quick. And I got to say, most of the tips, totally fine. I'm reading it and I'm thinking like, okay, like huh. this is fine. Wash your hands. Stop touching your face. Yep. Don't touch your face, which we were both just doing. <laughs> um, be careful about touching public surfaces. If you can stay indoors, do. Don't shake hands. I mean, just like all, I mean, I don't need a medical intuitive to tell me, but sure. if you're going to enter this space where people are buying this stuff. Right. If eh. you're providing good information, then good on you. Yeah. Certainly better than the alternative. But Okay. I get through 75% of the ebook. You know, it shows me at the bottom. Yeah. Last 25% goes off the frickin' rails. Oh, zagged on you. <laughs> yes. So first she tells us a prayer to say to get to fifth dimensional immune boost healing. Oh, wow. Yep. Then there's an about the author section, and that takes up a good 10 pages. And that's where we learn... That she offers individualized spiritual trance channeling sessions um, that, <laughs> that help us overcome illness. She's guided by the Ascended Masters. Uh, she has a powerful exclusive service available with equal effectiveness in person or online where she uses her eyes to diagnose you. So if her right eye starts blinking, then something's wrong with you. But if her left eye starts blinking, then you're very healthy. And she just blinks at you over and over like you're blinking at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how she tells if you're sick. It takes 3.5 minutes. It is uh, much more effective than an x-ray or a uh, fMRI. Much more effective. Mm -hmm. She's removed tumors. She's restored hearing in the deaf. She's made people walk again. And she's healed, completely healed all kinds of physical and emotional disease of many kinds. Oh, that is better than an x-ray. So it's not just diagnostic. It's also... Um, healing gnostic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. She can tell within 3.5 minutes whether you have coronavirus and she can heal it. It only costs $300. And she has Aww. been, yep, and she has been double blind tested at various scientific facilities. This is not good. <laughs> so she said she was, she was in a double blind test at SciTech Subtle Energy Laboratory. I wrote to them and asked them if they could confirm it. And they wrote me back this very funny email. They were like, um, we're looking into it, but just so you know, Virtually no one who comes here to be tested passes. Oh, so they maybe are on the up and up. Yeah, maybe. Okay. She also said she got tested at the Institute of uh, Noetic Sciences, IONS. Oh, yeah. And uh, I wrote to them. They did confirm, like, yes, she was part of, like, a large group we were studying about energy healing, but the results haven't been published, so we can't really tell no. you very much about them. All right. So, Okay. So, but that says something that she seeks out that kind of confirmation, mm -hmm. if nothing else, is a, a bullet point for her resume. Yeah, 
that's true. But I've met those types, and uh, they often misrepresent the the findings of those right. tests. I noticed, like, I wrote back to the email blast where I where the advertisement for the book had been, and I said, "Oh, I'm really interested in these scientific studies. Do you have any documentation where I can read about them?" And she sent me a picture of like a thermograph of some a person she'd healed, and she was like, "Look, on the left is the before, on the right is the after." And mm, I don't know what to make of this. These are their legs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here's the thing. The after has a date and the before the date is chopped off. And mm. I said, I said, do you have a version where it's not cut off? And she said, call me. And I said, okay, what number? And she gave me a number and I called it and it was disconnected. What? <laughs> and then I wrote back and said, that number is disconnected. And then she didn't write back. What is she, Gordon Sondland? I don't understand that reference. Oh, it was like the, the whole situation with Russia. They, they didn't want to say over text mm-hmm. know, something incriminating. Yeah. Know, call me. So finally, somehow I got back in touch with her via email and I said that I would love to interview her. Would she be willing? She doesn't have any energy healing sessions coming up. So okay. I thought I'll just shoot my whole load. I'll Everyone's had a bunch of cancellations lately. Uh, no, I mean, she's full up because oh. she does them by Skype. Oh, okay. And she has agreed to be interviewed by me tomorrow. Hey, okay. So Before this podcast comes out. Yeah, so by the time you've heard this, that conversation has already happened, and I'm sure it is a delight. And the first thing I'm going to say is, hey, wise guy. Hey, you wise guy. <laughs> Come on, it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Can't wait to hear how that goes. Yeah. And then the last thing is Teal Swan. Okay. She says that the coronavirus is just a reflection of our own narcissism. Takes one to know one. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my story. Okay. Wow. Well, those are some fun little uh, side investigations you did there. Thanks. Likewise. Coronavirus. Well, hey, now we understand it. We know what it is. It's Where 5G, it came from. <laughs> a lab in uh, China. You know, we've given you a whole miasma, a soup of various things that it could be <laughs> that you can choose to believe or you can go with uh, the science. But yeah, there's uh, there's all kinds of bad information out there. You've had, I think, like the French government having to tell people that cocaine does not prevent against coronavirus. That seems right. Uh, also to remind people not to drink bleach. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a friend who sent along a post, and this has been getting passed around virally, uh, saying that it's from Stanford, the, the medical board there, bringing Stanford back into mm. the conversation. And as I was reading this in text form, it was saying all these kind of wild things i hadn't heard before like by the time you have fever and or cough and go to the hospital the lung is usually 50 percent fibrosis what so uh i'm reading a mother jones article here where they address this and say this this doesn't mean anything yeah i was trying to fibrosis is a late scarring process you may have 50 percent of your lung affected by the virus causing pneumonia or fluid in your lungs but fibrosis that is not correct. Huh. It was also saying things like, you know, there's no test kits available, but you can test yourself by taking a breath and holding it for 10 seconds. And if you can do that without irritation or difficulty, you don't have coronavirus. Oh, yeah, that's 
I mean, that's a good sign, but that's not a diagnosis. Right. Uh, And then saying things like, you need to keep your mouth moist all the time. So be drinking water every 15 minutes. So make out with me. (laughs) And it will wash down the virus. What? And and then your stomach acid will kill it. Oh, no. What? Yep. I, I love, they have someone who's a real medical expert going through these claims one by one. Drinking warm water is effective for all viruses. Try not to drink liquids with ice. And the response to it from the actual expert was just, no. <laughs> Everywhere else there were like these multi-sentence responses and there was just, no. It's pro hot drinks. Hey, we like that, but not when it's false information. So what I did was I just Googled one of the exact phrases from that email and that gave me that Mother Jones article. And I said, nope, this did not come from Stanford. So uh, the message there is be cautious. There's, there's all these bad pieces of information floating around uh, snopes.com they have a dedicated section uh, on their website uh, with coronavirus recommendations and there's so much information floating around about coronavirus that they had to break up all of the articles by conspiracy theories and quote predictions unquote uh, memes and misinformation origins and treatments u.s government response and international response. So I highly recommend that as a resource if you're trying to look for information on coronavirus that you hear, if it's true or not. And then, of course, you can also go to cdc.gov. They've got uh, information about where it came from, what it is, how best to prevent against it. Or who.int. Uh, make sure to double check things, especially if something sounds very new and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I, I didn't know that, but I'm going to send it to all my relatives real quick by text. Mm-hmm. Stop. Take a breath. Hang out. One second. T- take a breath. Hold it for 10 seconds. <laughs> Just verify that it's actually from a reliable source before passing it along because truth does matter. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to. Oh, interesting take. Check on that truth. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have perfect knowledge, but we've got pretty good knowledge. Yeah. Model curious ignorance well, my friends. It's okay to not know the answer. Mm -hmm. Help someone work through how you would figure out what the answer is. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. Well. How long is this? Well, the raw audio is three hours and 19 minutes. Cool. That's how long we've been recording. Well, this has been the Joe Rogan experience. What's that podcast called? Is that right? Yeah, you got it. Right. That's a joke about how long this has been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we could have cut it up into multiple episodes. But uh, thanks for taking this journey with us. And hopefully we've gotten to accompany you as you're locked up wherever you are and not infecting other people. This would have been Max Fun Drive Week, but that will come later in the year. And so this is our way of celebrating with you as you sit on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode, no? No. You're not going to... He's on vacation. Oh, <laughs> cool. This episode was edited by Ross Blotcher yeah. and maybe me. Yeah, you want to take a stab at it first? Sure, okay. Yeah, this will be a me fun too. one. <laughs> and our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. And you can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash join and even though maximum fun drive hasn't come yet if you do that there's already some new bonus content Mm -hmm. there's plenty of old bonus content we've still got like our firewalking episode and our live show in austin at the home of one of our listeners Mm -hmm. maya and all kinds of other great content the latest one that we just dropped is a commentary track on midsummer yeah i had never seen it before carrie and matthew strugar who joined us had seen it four times 
Yeah, we saw it in the theater four times. That's wow. That's dedication. <laughs> um, it's really good. So if you're watching movies and you want to watch Midsummer, well, first of all, watch it without us, but then watch it again with us. It does have some violence and some graphic images of self harm. Just so you know. You can also support us by just telling a friend, sharing this on social media. Saying this is the perfect first episode for you to get into this body. <laughs> I want to hear from you. If this is your first episode and you made it all the way here, oh, yeah. then you're my kind of person. Yeah. I'm, and I'm very impressed. Good job. Send Email us, us. Yeah, send us a message. And remember. A downloaded message as revealed to Dylan Lewis Monroe from Gamma Q. There's been several downloads about 5G in this codex, but I'm just going to read this one through. So, or it be, not sure what number it will be, but from today, March 11th, 2020, why build a 5G network? They are building a regulated version of that which already exists, a second Aether that might be monetized. If 4G made manifest an Uber, if 4G can stream audio and video from any point on the interstate system, what will 5G be capable of? Think five senses. Think full immersion. Think Uber for flying saucers. And what of the fears for our health? Any tool is a weapon in the wrong hands. A knife may cut fruit and prepare banquets and carve beautiful wooden sculptures in the hands of a creator. But in the hands of a destroyer, it can stab a commander in the back. Who will control the 5G? Not Hawaii in the USA. Why did the coronavirus target China? Why did it target Wuhan? Are humans treated with dignity by the Communist Party of China? Does the Communist Party of China have a seat at the table of the new earth? Must one wipe a whiteboard clean before they begin to draw a masterpiece? When was 5G activated in the USA? Why are population centers going into lockdown over a head cold? How are changes made manifest in a sea of pussy-hat liberals who beg for their own enslavement? Martial law? Call in the National Guard. The show is about to go into overdrive. Stand by the protections that you know are required. Maintain the vibration of love and continue to shine a light on those who spew forth darkness. The time of reckoning is near. Only those who know they are in misalignment have reason to panic. The warriors of light will always be protected by the Most High. The angelic forces are ever vigilant. Our interactions and interventions will become increasingly visible as needed. Be strong and assist us as we assist you through this great transition which has already begun. You are loved and protected in life and beyond. In over unity, you shall find the path forward as you learn from your stumbles. Gamma Q. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.